Ask me about my wiener. Torg. Got the Torg Torgerson. Remember the old Playboys with the landing strip? So you would have to. I'm sure they asked someone or like said, what do you think I should do with the landing strip? Yeah. Elliot. Hello, Jerry. One time right? I was trimming and I tried uh, to do the male version of the landing. It just looked like Hitler's mustache. <laughs> like Hitler with a big nose. That's called a penis. Uh, I like you guys because every radio show I get booked on, I, you know, they're like, don't be vulgar. And you guys are vulgar, too. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Yes. And uh, we got in the hot five. A comedian had a little interaction on stage. It was weird. Yeah, not a, not a good interaction? I've never seen anything like that at a comedy club. That is always the, and always was the fear, and it was rare, and now you're seeing it more and more and more. But these comedians where that happens to are the ones that engage the crowd. That's the risk yes. you take. Yes, There's a lot of crazy out there. Sent him a text and said, did you get a text attacked by ISIS? And he just, ha, ha, ha. He goes, ha, ha. Because that's something he would say. Got attacked by ISIS. Yeah, yeah. How's he and, uh, handle it? I haven't heard I, the I didn't, I didn't. I didn't really get into it with him. I'm sure he's. No, I mean, how's the audio we're going to play sound? Oh. What happened when it went down? Oh, just weird. It's just, imagine being in that place and yeah, escorting everybody out in a nice, calm fashion. No one panic. Uh, they need to know what's. No one knew what was going on. You don't know what's yeah, going on, man. Right, it was crazy, right. just and, crazy. And, and quote security at comedy clubs. It's There's, just yeah. uh, it's some guy heavyweight <laughs> uh, old lineman from high school that they stand at the door. Or they're the not, server, they're not trained. Yeah, or the server. It's what yeah. I do on the weekends. Yeah, I don't even know if they have. Do they have security? Yeah, yeah. Do they? Oh yeah, like yeah. a ticket taker yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they when, do. Whenever somebody heckles. They'll haul them out. Yeah, they do. You, you see that a lot. Yeah, they take your tickets, and then there's some guy behind them kind of looking and if you're sneaking there's in. And there's hecklers, and then there's you get on stage. Yes. You can go as a comic if that somebody steps on the stage, you can go. You ever have that, ham, you you ever have that happen? No, no, no. I never. Never had never contentious with the crowd. No. No, no. It was never because I never. I was going to get on stage for, Jer- for Jerry's poodle I was like joke. Casper, the friendly comic. <laughs> so, Jerry, what do you want Never here? Got, uh... I got some sandwiches for our hot sauce. Speaking of comedians, okay. TJ Miller. All right. Sent us some hot sauce. You want sausage, egg, and cheese? You want sausage, egg, and cheese pretzel bun? Or you want chicken, cheese, biscuit? Sausage, egg, and cheese. No pretzel. Rich? Thank you. Let's go chicken. Where did, where did these come from, Torg? Speedway. Nice. Bought it from the hooker. Nice. Yeah, she was there. She goes, you want some, honey? I go, sure, I'll have three biscuits. There you go. <laughs> Taste the biscuit, Torg. It's not like she had to make them. And what are we going to use here? Uh, I'll sample all three. I'll start with the uh, the lowest heat. Chipotle really doesn't work. Yeah, I'm out on the bleeping hot one. Really? Yeah. That sounds like a lot of problems between now and 10 a.m. Well, I bet that mid-level one is pretty hot. Is this so the mid-level? at least. Uh, gangster heat? Yeah, yeah, gangster's the middle one. Okay. What do and, you do with hot why, sauce? Why a comedian gets into uh, the food business, that's interesting. I wonder who he met, or maybe that was a dream he had his whole life. Because he's got a, a line of peanut butter out, too. He, T.J. Yeah. Miller, he's Peanut butter on the sandwich, too. You know, office party, the movie? Yeah. 
You know who had a uh, good hot sauce was Alice Cooper. Yes, I agree. That was a good one. He had a really good hot sauce. Yeah, that was really good. Did I put too much on there? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> you dumped pretty yeah, good. Yeah, you know. You got to get a taste of it, Maybe right? Dab yeah, a little. You gotta, <laughs> right? If you're going to do it, do yeah. it. I've never seen a breakfast sandwich on a pretzel bun. It's a it's new a good day, idea. Rich. Yeah. It's a new day. It's like Christopher Columbus over there. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you got to give it a minute. Yeah. Half a minute. Not not that hot? No. Looked like you were going back for the bottle. No, it's so. like Taco Bell. Not tastes like Taco oh, Bell, but yeah. like the same type of heat. The hot sauce. Yeah, probably the hottest Taco Bell. Yeah, you can feel it on your tongue a little bit. It just keeps kicking in and ramping up as the minutes go. Well, he's by. coming on next week, so we'll have questions for Mr. T.J. Miller. And what's what are they supposed to do? Are you supposed to taste it, like, right away? Well, I think there's all different kinds. It depends on the food you're eating as well. Like, on a sandwich like that, the bread's going to soak up. It is. A lot of it. You'll get the flavor still, but on a wing, it's it's pretty front and center. All right. Ooh, I did a lot on the ghost. Yeah, you one. did. I did too much there. <laughs> I might be heading for the border. On top of the other one? <laughs> yeah. No, on the side. Oh, okay. Uh, separate part yeah, of the separate sandwich. Part of the sandwich. Okay, now take a bite of that one. At least you got a drink over there. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah, a little heat. Yep. Yeah, well, when the F-bomb is, is in the intense? title of the sauce. That's what it's described as, is yeah, effing intense. Effing S-H. Yeah, it's pretty decent. Not like I'm losing my mind, but yeah, it's it's got a good bite. It's to eatable it. though. Yeah, yeah, edible. Yeah, eatable. I don't know if eatable. I want to do the whole sandwich. And I'm that. with you, chipotle. Uh, the flavor, the chipotle flavor. Uh, it's it's distinct. Yep. It's not hot. It's just a, it it flavors it, but I don't know that I'm crazy about the flavor. That's why I like habanero. That's my favorite. Serrano. I like the mango I like habanero taste, yeah. but it is hot. It makes my forehead sweat. Ooh, mango habanero is good, yeah. yeah. Ooh, garlic yeah. habanero. Building. Yep. Mango garlic. Go back to the first one. There you go. Yeah, it's got a good kick to it, Jerry. You'll like that one. You'll be able to handle it pretty All easy. All right, I'll try. Let me uh, settle in here. Yeah, I got to get a drink because I don't hey, do heat. And how about, which is weird because you're 50%, man. Yeah. Uh yeah, I, I, ombre. Was the one, I was the gringo in the household. El, El Grande Ombre. My large See, I friend. I speak the language. <laughs> I know swear words. Mijo. <laughs> Mijo. What is Gordo fat? Yeah. I won't do that, Rich. El Grande is just big. Large, yeah. Large. El Grande. Yeah, do you speak fluent? No. no. I, just enough. My grandmother would... You knew if she was in a good mood whether she called you by in English or Spanish when you oh, walked in the door. Yes. Right. Gotcha. Well, boy, got out of the uh, walked out of the garage this morning, took the trash can out, and man, I'll tell you, it is ball it is beautiful out. It is warm. What's the Golf tap, Christy? There's a uh, uh fifty six spring in the air. And I checked the long-day forecast when I got in, the 10-day forecast, for what it's worth. And it doesn't look like we're going to see the sun till a week from tomorrow. Really? Yeah, it was cloud, heavy cloud. But, you know, it's the for- long-term forecast. Foggy last so they're, night. They're wrong all the time. Groundhog's in the clear, then. Won't see yeah. a shadow. What does that mean? It means he's going to come out to play, so spring is closer. Oh, really? I never got what it meant. And that's what? Thir- uh, is that today? Is today the first? No. No. 
When's President's Day? Thursday is Groundhog Day. The 19th. Thursday, yeah. We're, yeah, less than a week. We get President's Day off? No. I'm surprised they haven't tried to outlaw President's Day. Because it's Washington and what? Washington and Jefferson or Washington and Lincoln? Oh, Jefferson. Could be Lincoln. I don't know. So Washington and Jefferson, you'd figure they'd... Isn't Jefferson been canceled? I thought so. I thought he was on the list of canceled. Yeah. It's Washington and Lincoln. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Not canceled. Because they're trying Lincoln. to take statues down, aren't they, of Jefferson? Well, they've already yeah. done that. Washington yeah. never told a lie. Yes. He had the wooden teeth. Yeah. Well, they, I think they all had wooden and teeth and wigs. And the cherry tree. And the powdered wig. Yeah. yeah. Aren't you surprised a band hasn't taken that kind of gimmick up, like powdered wigs and dressed like colonials? That'd be a nice little gimmick, right? <laughs> the revolution. Yeah. I think Prince tried to do that, right? <laughs> that, that would be a nice little the gimmick revolution. for a band, wouldn't it? Yes. Christy, what do you think? No. No? No. Well, because uh, what's our you one? You never want to get famous in costume. You don't want to get famous for do, a you gimmick. You kiss. Then you got to wear the costume in old age. I don't well, know. Be famous because you're good musicians. You're good, exactly. Well, who's our guys that won the part house band year two? Well, that was No Regrets, which is now Rock House. Yeah, Rock House. Rock House has a thing going. Sure. Maybe they, they got a shtick. Oh, they're, they're like the menus. They're just yeah. a, a party. Band. Well, maybe you do Colonial and you get a banjo, yeah. <laughs> right? And uh, a trash can. To... Have you seen Nerd Halen? No. Yeah, they got white shirts buttoned up and narrow ties yeah. and glasses with tape on it. Nerd Halen, yeah. That would be uh, the, the vocalist is very good. I mean, he's very DLR in the day. Is he? Yeah. Christy, what's the best tribute? Is there? Give us the tribute bands in town, just off the top of your head. Well, not in town, but I mean on a regional level, you got Thunderstruck, which is the ACDC yeah. tribute band, which is huge. Uh, they kind of went away. They were really hot, like in the early two thousands, because we had a uh, edict come down here at the radio station from the boss to stay away from. The bands from tribute bands. I've done well. Thunderstruck. They still play all over town. They do King of Clubs. They do Lazy Acres. Right, no, but they I mean, do as far as station gigs. Oh yeah, for us. We're yeah. not going to have a ACDC tribute band. We'll have ACDC. Yeah. QFM. That was the thinking. Well, anyways. we do Zoso though. That was the thinking. Uh, yeah, Zoso is tonight. By the way. Well, yeah. Is it really? Yeah, we Akemba. Sponsor, yeah. There is a Queen tribute band that's interested. really good called Bohemian Queen. Okay. I guess yeah. they're really, really good. So we have none locally, right. like out of Columbus? That's weird. Most of them are, you know, the big ones. I mean, up Cleveland way. I think those guys make pretty good bank, too. They do. The Escape regional, uh, is another one that's a, it's a, it's a journey tribute band. They've come to town before. They I play. saw back in that era, I don't know when that was, when there was a lot of tribute bands making hay. And not just the, the Bon Jovi, and, but I was at... Uh, Lazy Chameleon, when they first did the showroom there, put the stage in, and Tequila Sunrise played, I couldn't believe how good it was. Blown away. There is a Bob Seger tribute band that is one of the best. They Lazy, will be, I I, well, <laughs> they're backed by popular demand. They're playing Lazy Acres uh, again this summer. But, uh, yeah, it's a uh, Bob Seger, and I guess it is, close your eyes, you wouldn't know the difference. T.J. Miller in one movie. Hall of Notes. Yeah. He's in Hall of Notes. Do you know who Brian Young is, guitarist? No. Brian Young was a guitarist. Kevin Young, I know. Yes. Yeah. He's a drummer. Brian Young was the guitarist for this uh, tribute band, Van Halen, just David Lee Roth, called Atomic Punks. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Of right. course. Well, they were famous. Yeah. yeah. 
So uh, he was the guitarist, and when David Lee Roth needed a guitar guitarist, he saw them, knew about them, and said, well, this guy can play as close to Eddie as anyone could get. Right. Hired him. We knew Brian because they would be, they're an L.A., Phoenix, Southwest band. Okay. And then he would come in studio. Got Dave to come in studio and do an acoustic set, but he played with Dave probably about six, eight years uh, with David solo until Dave quit playing for That's a while. Good. And he got the gig, though, from being in right. Atomic Punks. Right. And just being so good at covering Van Halen. I wonder if that's ever happened, kind of like in Rockstar, Christy. Well, Arnett. They saw a video, though, right. right? Was he in a tribute band or just singing Journey on a YouTube? He was uh, still in his homeland. Uh, was he? He was down. Philippines, Philippines. Yeah. yeah. And he just made a video, right, of singing Journey. Right. And, and that's they how they scooped him up. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, Bieber, I think, I believe, I could don't hate me Bieber fans. I think Bieber, didn't he make it? He was like 13, 12, and he was making YouTube videos, and some producer saw him. and It was Usher. Usher saw him yeah. and said, let's make this kid a star? Yep. Yeah, he was making YouTube videos and kind of just singing other people's songs, and yeah, it went from there. Usher and, and Diddy. And when you think oh, okay. of- well, uh, that's money. When you think tribute bands, boy, you talk about a tall order. You're trying to, you're doing Queen? That's tough. Yeah, you better you better be good if you're going to tackle Fred. I would think that's the toughest band to uh, cover. From lyrics, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, from vocal, vocal standpoint. Yeah. Right, right. Sure. That's got to be tough. Yeah. I wonder where the cutoff is where you have to be to earn people having a tribute band to you. Although vocally, Rush would be... That's pretty hard. Yeah. Pretty difficult. You know, yeah. I know there's a Rush tribute band somewhere. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah, there's a yeah, couple of them. probably a couple, yeah. Yeah. Bob said twenty one twelve. He texted. Is oh, is that the There's name of the Rush. band? Uh, that's the name yeah. of the Rush yeah. tribute band. Yeah, you're not you're not covering no. Offense. I thought there was one called Hemispheres too. You're not collect Collective Souls. Not getting a no, tribute that's, band. Yeah, I wonder where the where the cutoff. Sticks. Is. Give it another twenty years. Remember the Sticks tribute band in the office? Kevin yeah. was in the no, Sticks tribute band. No, do not. Yeah, they were. What were they? A Journey Sticks tribute band. Yeah, Kevin. You know the chubby guy who some of the best episodes in. <laughs> Remember the one where the new HR lady thought he was uh, mentally challenged? Oh, Remember yeah. Remember that episode? Yeah, right. oh, that was God, where the so line uh, numbers are hard. Yes. When he was at the vending machine. <laughs> yes. And he was, and she thought he was uh, challenged. Ah, that's so good. Oh, that was so good. Oh, man, funny. Uh, Brandon Lang's going to come on today. Brandon. Today's also the anniversary of something major, one of the biggest events in Columbus history. Right smack dab in the middle on the state. And we always take calls on it every single day. We get new calls every year, new stories every year. Remember the one with the girl went in with the trucker. She was wearing high heels and the trucker picked her up. Yes, and, and then yeah, the storm hit. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. So uh, Fat Guy movie review as well. A lot, And be listening between in the 7 o'clock hour. We'll just tell you, be listening in the 7 o'clock hour. Because Flavortown Fest is coming June 1st and 2nd at the Lawn at Cass. C-A-S. What's the Lawn at Cass? Help me out. Chemical no, Abstracts. Okay. Where is that? Yes. That's Olin, yeah, Olentangy near the OSU campus. And they call it Cass? Yeah, C-A-S. Yeah, that's, I've that's, never that's heard of it before. where their headquarters are. Yeah. Big okay. two, three football field size lawn out there. And, yeah, they've held events. That's The CSO played there for years. Okay. Headliner Greta Van Fleet and Brett Michaels. Special performance by him. 
Uh, and more to be announced. It's rock, real good food, and it's given back. So we got uh, experience all the food, by the way, and you can purchase tickets at FlavortownFest.com. But we'll be giving away a pair of passes when you hear back-to-back songs of Greta Van Fleet and Poison in the 7 o'clock hour. We'll just tell you, 7.15 to 7.45. How about that? Round it out and give you like the half hour, 7.15, yeah, 7.45. Lower the odds a bit for you. There we go. We're helping you out. Michael Evans replays next. Temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered in staff for nearly 75 years. SiriusHeatingAndCooling.com. We got clouds and the temp's going to fall to around 46 later this afternoon. Clouds tonight, low 39 and chance of rain after 4 for Saturday and a high of 47. It is 52 right now. Well, another day, another override of a Governor DeWine veto. Ohio will prohibit local governments from regulating tobacco. This after the Senate voted to override the governor's veto. DeWine said he would rather have a statewide ban on those flavored tobaccos, but thought a ban on the local level was the next best thing. So the city of Columbus, they banned flavored tobacco products on January 1st, but the law only applied to the city of Columbus, so users, you know, they could drive outside the city to buy whatever they wanted. The ban on local regulation should take effect in about uh, a month and a half. What recession figures released yesterday by the Commerce Department show that the economy grew at 3.3 percent annual pace in the fourth quarter last year? Americans continue. Well, we're throwing down the cash. Experts were expecting around a 2 percent growth for the quarter. Well, despite that, overall prices are still about 17 percent higher than they were before the pandemic. Uh, During an interview yesterday, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said she thinks most Americans know the reality Things are not going to go back to where they were before. Can I just tell you, though, about these inflation numbers, kind of like the employment numbers? And I'm not ripping on Biden. It's factual. Every time they're like three months later, don't they tell you that the numbers were not as high as the White House tells you? Like they'll say this number was out and then you find out that three months later. Well, this came from the Commerce Department. So uh, it could come from any government department. What nope. was the claim again? I'm sorry. I, I was right. Inflation's I was lowering. Five here. Inflation's lowering. Well, yeah. It, it grows by 60%, and then it drops 20%, and they go, see, it's down. <laughs> yes, well, it's still yeah. up 40%, or, yes. you know, pick yeah, your percentage still high. there. Now, you guys had the cut of this in the hot five, I think, last week, but now the George Carlin estate is suing Dudesy, the media company responsible for that AI-generated comedy special, George Carlin, I'm Glad I'm Dead. His family says copyright infringement demands the immediate removal of the special and unspecified damages. So the suit claims that Dudesy used Carlin's work to train a chat bot without permission. Uh, His daughter, Kelly Carlin, uh, called it a casual theft of great American artists' work. Uh, The podcast hosts, by the way, are also named as defendants in the lawsuit. And they do tree shapes for Christmas. They do pumpkin shapes for Halloween. So, of course, cute little pink heart shapes for Valentine's Day. Isn't that nice? Uh, But folks on social media have been pointing out that Reese's peanut butter cups, quite hilariously, when you turn that pink heart-shaped candy upside down, looks like a set of balls. Kind of fitting that the candy contains nuts. Some comments include, I can't unsee this. In fact, one user even suggested... Put them on your trailer hitch. Can't be like nuts because my left one hangs way lower than the right one. Well, you know what? They're not perfectly. They're not perfectly shaped. So we could actually find one that fits you, Torque. That's your air conditioner, Torque. That's why they don't hang side by side. They'd overheat. Yeah.
They offset them. The Lord knew that. <laughs> Got to control that temp. QFM 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. You know, because of the bitter cold temperatures and now things warming up, what does that create on the roadways? Potholes. In fact, 70 eastbound, the express lane is going to be closed until further notice because they've got to fill those holes to avoid damage and, of course, safety concerns. Uh, motors expect delays in the area. This is in Muskingum County, by the way. Also, just a traffic note, downtown 70. I-70 going to be closed in both directions this weekend between... Th- All right, let's go. We got a good hot five for you today. We do it every day, 640, 840. Sometimes we mix it up, add new cuts, and we commentate and get it going for you. Cut number one, this is a scary situation, folks. Our buddy, we just had him on last week, Mark Norman. He's on stage in New York on one of their small little uh, comedy clubs, and two people jump on stage. It was super creepy. Okay. All right. Uh-oh. Oh, jeez. Hey, how are we? What do we got? A here? Hey, what's going on? Oh, jeez. Everything all right? Just want to make sure everybody's good here. What's going on? Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Hey, anything can happen at a comedy show. That was some kind of weird swinger sex party thing. Oh, God. Somebody got tased. Oh, boy. Oh, oh wait. Whoa. Huh? I really froze there. I went to Mitch McConnell. All right. Oh, 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 okay. Guys, everything's fine. Um, we just had a momentary interruption. Um, can we get out or what? Cut the camera. Yeah, just, yeah, I'm one of the producers of the show. Um, yeah, we just need everybody to get out, please. Damn, so what? It was a guy, and they kind of looked like they were in, like, ISIS gear or something. Were like, they illegals? I don't know. That's why. Mark. What did you think, Rich? Comedians I, gotta um, be comedians. He was to try, still trying to do uh, be funny show. when they were up there. It was like a guy and a girl. Yeah, they got up and, like, stood next to him on stage and was like, they never made eye contact or anything with him. They just looked around. Was it, like, pro-Palestinian type? No, it looked no like signs. ISIS members. Yeah, yeah like. They were in this uh, winter jacket. Yeah. Just got up there, and it was like they looked around to the crowd like, wow. oh, look what's in front of me. Very quick, though. They were only up yeah, there yeah. for five seconds each, and then someone grabbed them. And... They should have just had the guy in the back give him the flashlight. Yeah. And then someone <laughs> grabbed Mark. Like they, Time to get off stage. They tased someone, and then they moved him in the back and then immediately grabbed him and moved him off and then said, everybody's got to leave. Like. Yeah. Maybe they had weapons on or them. Maybe or maybe there was somebody else out front. Or Yeah. I'll Ooh. try to find out for Monday. I'll get more into the yeah. text. I think he was freaking out when I shot when that to him. When you text Mark, give him my line. Say, why didn't they just give him the, flat, the light? I will. And give, I'll show him my penis. Give him the light. <laughs> 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 wow. And the fact they have tasers in comedy clubs now. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. It is. All right. Number two. President Biden sounds like he speaks another language in this uh, clip. He was at, uh, what is this, the Earth Rider Brewery in Superior, Wisconsin. Fetterman is four. Okay. All right. I'll do Fetterman here. All All right. right, We'll do this. Clip number two. Demic, what are we doing? Two or four? Two. Two. Okay. Biden, right? No. Fetterman at two. Okay. Who's on first? <laughs> What's on second? Democrat Chuck Schumer announced he's introducing a bill to crack down on Zinn. Reporters caught up with Schumer's colleague, John Fetterman, and asked him about it. 
decision, I'm going to err on the side of more freedom and personal choices of those kinds of things. And I made that same argument when I wanted to legalize marijuana. Like, and you know, half more than half a million Americans die every year from smoking and t tobacco, uh, or you know, tens and tens of thousands die from alcohol. And I think there's bigger issues to address than than that product. So I, I don't support it, and I would never and uh, support snuff or chewing tobacco. But it's available. So is in? Are those the the nicotine pouches? Dude has a yeah. stroke and he becomes based. How about that? Is <laughs> yeah. that just incredible? And that that's so that's like the wine, right? Don't smoke, kids. It'll kill you. Yes. Tobacco kills Marijuana's you. Marijuana is a gateway Out, drug. We're going to outlaw flavored vapes. So here's a product. I got one in right now in a tin right here. A plastic Zen, tin yeah. of Zen. Tobacco free. You don't have to inhale anything. It's an alternative to keep you from smoking and doing flavored vapes. And Chuck Schumer says, let's get rid of that. Yeah. Wow, well, because, what an overreach. Because That's crazy. Someone Stupid. with money on the other side who's com competing against that product is paying the lot. You know, they have yeah, a lobbyist. Yeah, that could be the tobacco lobby. Yeah, and they're paying then the chief of staffs. Right. And that's how that's how it works, folks. Big pocket takes little pocket. Zen is pot. They drove everyone to Zen by with all the restrictions on tobacco products, and now they want to get rid of the product they told you to use to get off what they didn't yeah. want you to use the first time. It's Wow. Rich, I got to send you this for our, our Twitter feed. And I don't know who makes the Zen here, Torg. I don't know if it's a tobacco. I'm assuming it's a, oh, it's a Swedish company. I saw Tucker do an interview, and he was talking about those things, and his face, like, lit up. He loves yeah. the Zen. A lot yeah. of people do. They're out of Richmond, Virginia, yeah. the uh, Swedish company that, that pumps this So there's out. no nicotine in that? There is nicotine. Oh, there there's is no nicotine. Tobacco. There's no oh, tobacco. tobacco. Got yeah. you, got you, Nicotine got you. on its own, it's the tobacco and the inhalation that, gotcha. that harms you. I would try it, but I would now, puke again. Now, nicotine will, they say it constricts you, but, I mean, this is, this is the safest alternative there is to any kind of tobacco product. Gotcha. This Zen. I thought it was your body, your choice, Jerry. You're, yeah, right. Do but only only if the government says, I guess, it's your body, your choice. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm starting to like Fetterman. I am too. I <laughs> used to knew? like just his hoodies. It's like the guy that goes into a coma and then he comes out and he's a completely different man. Yeah. Who is this guy? <laughs> right on. But if he went into back out of hoodies and still talked sane, you would be out on Fetterman. Oh, yeah. If he switched to a business suit yeah, right now, you'd oh, still I'm be out. Yeah, right. I'm out. The hoodie does kind of make him embraceable. Yeah, because he's just yeah. a dude, yeah. you know, and. Could it be that he just had a stroke and it took him a while to recover? I mean, that's probably it. Now he's completing sentences. Well, pre-stroke, he was he was well, I know. out there. I know, but I mean, he was a, pro a puppet that they put into office. I know, but now he's thinking for himself. Yeah, evidently. Good for him. Try putting logos on the hoodie, though, buddy. Okay, so yeah. that was number two. Let me switch right, you got my, my sheet number three here, ready? Rich. Is my number three ready? Are the ready? numbers correct? It's Biden, right? Yeah. <laughs> Christy, what's our uh, guilty pleasure? Roadhouse, correct? Absolutely. All right. But the well, remake's coming out in March. Well, here's the trailer of the remake. It's Well, here's a scene. And playing the lead character is Jake Chillenhall talking to the villain, Connor McGregor. Let me guess. You know, threaten me. Tell me to get out of town. I get the impression that he can't be threatened. Once Knox is on the job, it's over, baby. It takes a lot to get me angry, but when I am, I just can't let go. 
Ugh, sounds awful. Now the film's really director awful. isn't even going to uh, be at the the premiere for it, and it, it's he says his name is Doug Lyman. He says it's not because he's embarrassed by the movie. <laughs> he feels that the Roadhouse reboot is maybe his best movie ever. And what's his uh, best movie before? This? I don't know. It sounds just Jake Gyllenhaal. Ugh. But yeah, you know what? We thought the same of... thing about the Barbie movie, how awful that was going to be, and it's still uh, and awful. It, it, but it's still it's, awful. It was yeah. still awful, but yeah. still. Got a lot of... What well, was a success? A of no yes. doubt about that. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Money-wise, yes. So we shall see. What's but your I, number four? Do you have a four? I, I do have a four. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're back to President Biden. He sounds like, he's, oh, okay. oh, sounds the, like he's speaking a different language here while giving a speech at the Earthrider Brewery up in uh, Superior, Wisconsin. Listen to that. The beer brewed here, it is used to make the brew beer in this refinery. Oh, Earthrider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why he's talking What the hell are they laughing at? I, that's what I said, Christy. Who <laughs> what are they laughing at? at? You're cheering that? It sounds like he stumbled, and he what he was saying there was they gave him a sip of a beer called Great Lakes. Can you play it again? I don't hear that. <laughs> beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer in this refinery. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why he's talking <laughs> See, it sounds like he drank a beer called Great Lakes. Is he and drunk then he from blamed, it? Well, he, that's what he was kidding about. Thanks something about Ryder or something, wasn't he? He's, well, that's the name of the brewery, Earth Rider Brewery. Okay, because I could barely. Yeah, no, it is. Translate that, and I'm stuck. Relax, I can't, I'm you right wing nut job. The media <laughs> assures us he is sharper than ever. Relax. <laughs> One more time, please, for the people in the back. Nazis out there. <laughs> Beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer in this refinery. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why it's coming. I like toast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a here's a tw- oh, here's a text calling uh, Jerry and I fascists for playing that video. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, can't make we make fun of Trump all the time. Can't make fun of Biden. Yeah, Trump's been slurring. Trump's okay. Trump's been slurring. What's wrong with him? Yeah, we play videos of Trump all the time. Can't make fun of Biden. Holy cow. You guys. Boy, Kennedy's looking better and better, isn't he? (laughs) Cut number five. Snoop Dogg was on with our guy Andy Cohn and told a little story about Michael Jackson. Me and Mike was family. His family and my family loved each other. Only issue me and Mike had was we was at Ed Hardy. He had an event in Vegas, like, when they have all the clothes and all of that. Yeah, Michael Jackson performed, Snoop Dogg performed. He put Michael Jackson dressing room right next to Snoop Dogg's. Open the door. Oh, wow, you blew a bunch in, yeah. He said, Snoop, don't do that. <laughs> Blue pot at Michael was, Jackson. Uh, now we're gonna play that one again too. Listen to Snoop at the very end there. He does it. That's that. That sounded like Michael Jackson. That yeah. was a good impression. Here we go. Punch in. Yeah. He says, "Snoop, don't do that." <laughs> Snoop, don't do that. <laughs> You're ignorant, Snoop. You're ignorant. Yeah, yeah. It's what a legacy love. this Snoop, huh? Oh, absolutely, right. man. Dude, I was listening uh, to Snoop Dogg the other day, the first one. His first album, <laughs> good day. He's a national album. treasure. He really is, man. What's he doing now? Is he going to space or something, or what's he doing? He's all <laughs> up they're in they're setting his Stewart. pot to space. Oh, are they? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Martha Stewart. He's got a little league football league, and he does everything. Oh, yeah, he's got something yeah. going. Him on. and Shaq. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, in the mail yesterday, I got my Cheech and Chong uh, CBD. Nice. Yes. I'm going to, I'll let you know, I'll give you a full report on Monday. Nice. Fully legal. Really? If it's, if it's not, and it has THC in it, so we shall see. Oh. But I think it's so, such a small amount. Watch it. Mike that. DeWine's listening. It's That's supposed, a gateway CBD, Jake. It's supposed to be Jake. a- My kid's Jake. Jerry. Yeah, thanks. I'm, I'm Jake. Well- I'll be Jake. Jake laughs I'm, at my jokes, too. Jay, yeah, Jake. I'm Jake. Jake and Jerry, the only two who laugh at my jokes. Get them both in the room at the same time. <laughs> and Sawmill off of Billingsley, BuyersMazda.com. Come see why it's better to buy at Buyers Mazda. News is brought to you by Borgata, serving the highest quality New York-style pizza, homemade Italian specialties. Visit them today on West Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. The Pope has now taken a stand on the subject of artificial intelligence. Talking about it, Pope Francis made a veiled reference of course, you remember it was what early last year the AI generated puffy jacket photo <laughs> that showed the Pope in. Pope Francis' statement says uh, that thought needed to be given to the long-standing problem of disinformation in the form of fake news, which today can employ deep fakes, namely the creation and diffusion of images that appear perfectly plausible but fake. I don't comment in any story about the Pope, Christy. You know my my love of Jesus. Okay. You I have just, a friend in Jesus. I just, want, I just want to get a shot to go. You know, I just want to be on the list. Yeah, remember that coat he had, that big that the puff, The puffy coat. Yeah, do you have a puffy coat? I'm not into those. I tried. Jesus is my friend. Jesus Mark is, is going to have a friend in Jesus. From anything dealing with the Pope right now. Yeah, I, yeah. So, you know, before the NFL started. Because people don't like him, right? Some people are don't agree with the Pope's views. Jerry, you're Catholic. The the Pope, the new Pope. Well, he's political. Yeah, so he's some political. people don't agree, agree with that. Yeah, I'm not saying me. You can I'm be not in on anything. the church and not be in on the Pope, but technically they say you can't. But yeah, I kind of do it my way. Too. Yes. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is my friend. I'm taking my marching orders from the big guy, yeah. not a not a human being. Jesus has the 49ers yes, and the points. Right. <laughs> now, before the NFL started playing Super Bowls, Jerry, your Lions won four championships. Well, it was one in the 30s, three in the 50s. And then after that, things well, kind of went Only off the rails. Only Browns fans count those, Chris. I know. <laughs> yes, Only the Browns they fans. Do, they really Lions do. fans yeah, go, yeah, do. whatever. Uh, okay, so uh, the Lions have never appeared in a Super Bowl. Sunday playing their first NFC Championship game since 92. So let's go back to 92, the last time the Lions were in a championship game. What was the number one song on Billboard's uh, hot Whoop, list? There it is. Mark nope. Arena. Black and white, Michael Jackson. Oh. Uh, Silence of the Lambs won Best Picture okay. back in 92. You couldn't send a text because, well, text messaging wasn't even perfected until December of 92. They have the internet, did they? Uh, they sort of kind of did. Uh, flip Phone was still four years from being introduced the last time the Lions were in a championship game. Now, yeah, it's uh, been forever, man. Not in my lifetime. Uh, the Tennessee Titans, Panthers, Jaguars, Ravens, Texans, they didn't even exist yet. 
And Detroit Lions long snapper Jake McQuaid is the only player on the current roster that was alive when Detroit made the conference title game. Wow. Yeah, they call it the curse of Bobby Lane. I don't know what why Bobby Lane got pissed. Apparently they traded him late in his career or he put a hex on him or something. <laughs> yeah. It was a voodoo hex. Like, what was the Cubs hex? The goat. The goat, yeah. And they would they would do that all remember the Bartman ball? This is how stupid and I'm a Cubs fan they are. So they someone bought the uh, Bartman ball, and they took a laser and destroyed it, thinking it would remove the Billy Goat curse. And the Billy Goat curse was some dude brought a goat into Wrigley Field, and they kicked him out, and he put a curse on the team, you'll never win a World Series. And actually, stupid Cubs fans believed that they wouldn't win until they removed the Billy Goat curse. How about putting a good team out in the field? But then they would do rituals. Cubs fans yeah, would do rituals that's, every that's year. Typical, uh, yeah. They did like a rain Superstition, dance. Superstition. There's a lot of. Yeah, yeah. It's, come on, man. Right. 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 Hey. The Lions aren't going to win. Oh, well. Okay, now, ha, ha, ha. Well, let's, stop. let's find out about Brandon Lane. By the way, just got a text, and you can text the show 821 I don't know who this gentleman is, but he starts off Bet Midler Panties. Yeah. Not the panties I would. Bet Midler, where'd that come from? Yeah, I don't know. Right, it just yeah. says Bet Bet Midler panties. Oh, no, that's a no. That's a no. I don't want to think about Bet Midler's panties. I I'm with you. It says Brandon Link's basketball picks have been a hundred percent. Like he has hit every game the last four weeks. I've made tons of money. Please make him part of the show after football season. Oh, it's Jason in Columbus. Jason, you have a sickness. Not gambling. Yeah, yeah, yes. Bat Midler's panty sickness. Bat Midler. Wow. Yeah. Well, I tell you, so he's hit every basketball game, huh? Well, that's his forte. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, let's see what he's got this week. Brandon Lang and his picks after my guy, Billy Squire. From the website, BrandonLang.com. Let's get going. We got we got two games, and maybe we throw a little over under in there. Uh, hey, before we start, B Lang, you ever do player props? No, I mean I, I have friends that'll call me, but no, I'm I'm we're just trying to win games, brother. <laughs> yeah, I did player props for the first time last week, and I saw that St. Brown averages 105 passing, you know, reception yards per game at home. It was the line was 90. I said, "What the hell? I'm going to bet on it." And of course, he gets 77. Yeah, that was that was surprising. Um I thought he would he would go for more. Give Tampa Bay credit. Tampa Bay was right there. That was a bad beat. That was a really bad beat. Those two first two possessions. Well, first of all, the field goal they missed in the second quarter was, was critical as far as the point spread was concerned. But those first two possessions of the third quarter, Tampa got to the Detroit forty and the Detroit forty five. You're eight yards from a field goal try or ten yards. You just that's all you needed. And for those two possessions to come up with no points. And then Detroit took it from their 10 and went right down and scored. All you needed was a field goal. All you needed yeah. was a field goal on either one of those two possessions, and they cover. And it's just it just goes to show you Detroit's dangerous. They really are. And I think they got a puncher's chance as we'll, as we'll get into it. They're dangerous because their defense is playing well, and they're scheming well. And – you know, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be interesting. What, what was your take on Tampa going for two when they could have easily kicked one? And then when you go for two, if they would have scored at the end, maybe the butt cheeks would be a little uptight for the Lions and more of a pressure situation. I didn't like the going for two then. 
I'm not a big fan of Todd Bowles. Yeah. I don't mind you going for two. I And, and then you had a, a TV timeout to talk about it, it, or you had a break in the action to talk about it, and then you come out and just run the one play that everybody runs that doesn't work. Let's just run a fade to Evans and then make Baker Mayfield through a horrible pass that was underthrown. If that passes up there a little bit, three more yards, they get the pass interference penalty. But so such poorly thrown ball, and it's just a horrible play call. I mean, everybody just lets you run a fade. Like, that's what you come up with? Yeah. Just run a fade to Evans? And, and, they, and if you're going to run the fade, just throw it up and give him a chance to make a play. And Baker threw a horrible pass. You they know, could have, Brandon, out. they could have had the ball at the end of the game. They didn't call their timeouts, and Bull said, why, why? It, it, it's inevitable they would have won. Well, how do you know that? You would have had, like, 30 seconds left on the clock. Yeah, he's an idiot. He, he, he. You know, that's not. I, I've said it for years. Tampa really had a chance there, and Bulls just isn't a great situational coach. He never has been. Um, I'm not going to say he's not the sharpest tool in the shed, um, but I've said this about a lot of coaches: managing the clock and managing the end of the game. I, I've told this story on your on your show for years when I sat next to Bill Vinovich on a plane flight, and we talked for two hours. What sports handicapper? sits next to an NFL referee yeah. gets to pick his brain for two hours. Think yeah. about this. Two hours. Two hours I'm sitting next to an NFL referee that you see on TV. And the reason why he spoke to me is because I dropped the name Terry Collins. And he's good friends with Terry Collins. And Terry Collins, the ex-manager, my high school baseball coach. Astros, right? Sister. Yep, Terry's yep. No, and, and Mets. And Terry's known me since I was 10 years old. So when, and, and Bill was flying back to Houston where he lives. And I just said, yeah, I, I, I'm real good friends with Terry Collins. How do you know Terry? Well, my high school baseball coach was married to Terry's sister. Terry's known me for since I was eight years old. As soon as I said that, the wall came down, and we spoke for two hours. And the one thing he said to me that blows him away is how head coaches manage the clock at the end of the half, at the end of games. He goes, it's mind-blowing how they have no clue whatsoever. And we as officials – would talk on the field and say, well, they just hire a guy and put him in the press box. Your job is to manage the clock for me. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Hey, Brandon, I mean, before, I mean, uh, before we get to the ahead. Chiefs Ravers, let, Ravens, let me ask you a sports opinion question that doesn't have to do with gambling. I've had this debate yep. with someone all week. So Patrick Mahomes, every year he started has been to the AFC title game. He's won two Super Bowls, been, been to a few, right? If yep. he gets to the Super Bowl this week – don't you have to say he might be the third best quarterback of all time or at least top five? Yes. Okay, yes. thank you. This guy I'm arguing goes, with think, he, doesn't think he's top ten. I go, are you crazy? No, if he if he goes on the road here and for the first time in his career goes into Buffalo and beats Buffalo. Okay, I'm not I'm not putting much on that. Reason why? Because Buffalo's defense was ravaged with injuries. Yes. And Buffalo probably wins the game if I'll go to my grave saying this. If Josh Allen takes the check down to Diggs and gets it down to the 10 or the 15-yard line with a minute to go and doesn't go for it all to the end zone, setting up the third and nine, then he had a horrible play call in third and nine, and then he misses the field goal. The check down to Diggs was the, was the, was the play he needed to make. Why? I don't think he trusted him. On the clock. Well, whatever it was, you don't want to give the ball back yeah. to Mahomes. I agree. You take the check down to Diggs. Now you're first and ten at the fifteen, and you're gonna you're gonna take the clock down and win the game. They're they're gonna win the game today. That was on Josh Allen, but that Bills defense was ravished. He goes in here, and I, and I like the Ravens in the game because I think I think Kansas City's 
been living on borrowed time all year. They blew out golf. They blew out. I mean, they, they, they've blown people out at home. He goes in here against the number one scoring defense in the NFL, and he has a game in that environment outdoors in an AFC championship game. I'll, I'll tip my cap because I'm not a Mahomes fan. I'm not. I'm just, I'm not a fan because he's played at home every year with Arrowhead and that crowd. He goes into Baltimore and pulls this off. I'll tip my cap, but I'm buying the half point in lane three at the Ravens. I think the Ravens, I think the Ravens win by double digits. I think his, his receiving core is not good enough. Yeah. They were good enough to beat the bills, but against this defense that went into San Francisco and lit them up, beat Miami by a hundred, beat the lions by a hundred. This is the number one scoring defense in the NFL playing at home with that crowd. He goes in here. I'll tip my cap. He's 11 and one as an underdog. A nine and three straight up, eleven and one against the spread as an underdog. If he goes in here against this defense, I'll tip my cap and say, okay, you know what? I I can't I can't argue, but I don't think he's going to. I don't. I think the Ravens are your Super Bowl champs. I said it on your show two months ago that the Ravens are your Super Bowl champs, and I'll say it again: they are your Super Bowl champs, and they will win this game, and they will win this game convincingly because finally. The Chiefs are running into a defense and a secondary and a, and a front that's going to come after him against a, an offensive line that's got some problems. This is going to be a problem for Kansas City. Over, under, 44-and-a-half. Do you touch it? I, I, you know, it's the two overall scoring defenses in the NFL. But with that being said, the, I think the Ravens at home, I think they're going to put up 30. I think they're going to put up 30 on KC. I, I, don't, I don't think KC's defense is as great as everybody makes it out to be. They've had a soft schedule the entire year. They've not faced an offense like this. I think the Ravens put up 30, and I think the final score is 30-17. All right. Uh, the, uh, the next game, the late game, Lions at the 49ers. 49ers minus seven over under 50 and a half. I think the Lions are going to have a chance to win the game outright. I really do. That right side of the Niners offensive line – has issues and they couldn't stop green Bay. They couldn't stop green Bay's run game. And let me ask you this gun to your head. Did green Bay deserve to win that game? Yes. hundred percent. They outplayed them. They should have won that game. And so here's what it comes down to. Brock Purdy looks scared. He looks scared the whole game. He had one good drive at the end of the game where they were able to win the game, but their defense has problems. If their defensive line cannot get pressure on Jared Goff, that secondary is a sieve. Their linebackers can't cover in coverage. It's masked. The weakness of their secondary is masked because their front four gets pressure. Against this line's offensive line, they're not going to get that kind of pressure. And these receivers for Detroit are going to be a problem. This Detroit run game is going to be a problem. So here's the question. Do you trust Brock Purdy laying close to seven against anybody? No. Time pressure game? No. No, and that's your answer. Aaron Glid did, did some things on some critical third downs that confused the offensive line of Tampa and confused the quarterback, Baker Mayfield. And that's what it is. He picks his spots in critical blitz packages that, that created problems, and that's why Detroit did it against Stafford. He doesn't blitz all the time, but he picks the critical third down that they need to stop and he brought some blitz packages that were amazing against Tampa Bay. Brock Purdy's going to see some stuff on Sunday, and I just don't think he's going to be able to handle it. And I don't think Detroit's got a fighter's chance, and you've got to take Detroit plus the points. Anything on the over-under, 50 and a half? Oh, boy. Um, 
Don't touch no, it. This is the no. This is the one game where where it could it could go either way. It uh, really could. Um, everybody says this: if you like the favorite, you play the over. If you like the dog, you play the under. And I think Detroit's ability to run the football. I would lean towards the under just because I like the dog in the game. But if if Detroit's ability to run the football, and I see no reason why Detroit's not going to be able to run it, because Green Bay was able to run. Green Bay gashed them. Yeah. Green Bay gashed them in the run game, and you're sitting there watching it go. Where's this great Niner defense we've heard about? Yeah, you could say the layoff or whatever. I get it, but but the layoff doesn't affect your defense. Your defense goes out and should be able to. They that they got dominated yeah. by that Green Bay offensive line. Well, the website's brandonling.com because stuff does happen. He does more research, so stuff could change. B-Lang, thanks so much. We'll do it Super Bowl. Thanks, bud. Chip fire. They're heading to Cemetery Road in Britain Parkway, just west of 270. This is due to an accident. Open a high-interest earning money market account at Kemba Financial Credit Union and for a limited time earn up to 5% APY until 2025. That's more than seven times the national average. Average as reported by the FDIC. Restrictions apply federally insured by NCUA. If you missed it earlier this week, Guy Fieri spicing up Columbus with Flavortown Fest, June 1st and 2nd at the Lawn at Cass. Headliners, this is awesome. Greta Van Fleet, special performance by Brett Michaels. More to be announced. Rock, real good food, and it's given back. Flavortown Beach, Chill Hill, Celebrity Chefs, The Pit Stop, and more. Get info, purchase tickets, flavortownfest.com. But at some point between now and 745 we will play a Greta Van Fleet song and a Poison song back to back. Call the number nine, get you a pair of tickets. How about that? You got to you got to wait for it though. That yeah. means we'll be getting Brett Michaels at some point here before like the fest as well. Always a great guest, right? And a donation of the Red, White, and Q Fund. He always donates every time he's on. And whatever the he song loves the veterans. is, make sure it's not every rose, all right, Rich? We haven't played that for a while. Yeah, I know. Hey, uh, the anniversary today, 1978, smack dab in the middle of the blizzard of 78. Yes, it's interesting that uh, just last weekend I was cleaning up, taking advantage of these winter weekends to get stuff done. I would never do if I was golfing or it was summertime, and I found a box of photos, and I remember now that storm went, what did we last year? Three days. Three days. 25th to the 27th. But, I mean, it was St. Louis through Cincinnati on up yeah. mid-Michigan. All of the fatalities, East. most of them, most of them were here in Ohio. Yeah, the uh, remember I-71? I think that was closed down for... First time ever the Ohio Turnpike was ever shut down completely. Wow. Had to bring in the National Guard, 1,000 members of the National Guard. It was bad. What do you yeah. remember from it? 821-9696. We've got some great calls over the years. I the, mean, you remember that one. The photo of the home I grew up in, the snow, the drifts were up to the gutter. Wow. I mean, the house was dark because the snow was so high that no light could get in. That's unbelievable. Yeah, we shoveled out the doors, and it was it days to dig out of did there. You ever have a, did you have a dog? Uh, yeah, right. It's always yeah, funny. No, to we had a dachshund. Dog. I think he's, in, <laughs> he's in a couple of the yeah. photos. Absolutely. The, the dachshund Gretchen just disappeared. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Or sometimes they just let it go right like right when they walk in knowing they can't escape, and they just let it go and just run right back in. And you would shovel from the inside of the house out, of course, 
and you'd have to start at like three feet high yeah. to get that, and then you'd go and you'd just do it foot by foot. It was brutal. Yeah, it really was. It. Uh, by the way, you can text the show, 821-9696, and just write your comment in there, what you remember from the 78 the blizzard. man standing in his uh, underwear with a lit smoke dangling out of his mouth. Christ, I'll have a headache. You guys, get out there. Remember the stories My we got and I. <laughs> from people going to shelters? Like being shelter set up. In- well, winds were like 60 miles an hour. People were losing power. And then how do you get to the shelters? They had to have authorities or the National Guard come pick them up and take them to a shelter. Yeah, there were a lot of, well, people That's that why it wasn't Dayton. People yeah. that were stranded. Yeah. If you were in the house, power or not, you weren't leaving. Let's go to Jay. What's up, Jay? Hey, Jay. Hey, how you guys doing this morning? Good uh, panties. Winter storm Snowy. panties. Yeah, winter, winter storm panties. So how old were you in 78 when that storm hit? I was a sophomore at the University of Cincinnati at the time. Wow. And cast classes were canceled for the first time. Uh, the Ohio River froze over so you could walk from the Kentucky side to the Ohio side. Wow. We were taking trays from the cafeteria and going sledding down the hills. It was a blast. It truly was. That's a good memory. So you, as, as a young person, yeah. I get it. Yeah, so you played and had fun. Person. Yeah. Yeah, now not so much, but back then, oh yeah, it was a blast. <laughs> and how long were you uh, cooped up in the house? Oh man, for like, they had classes canceled like for three or four days. Um, so I was in the dorm at the time, so we just couldn't go anywhere, and we, like I said, we were taking plastic trays from the cafeteria and going sledding down the hills and, uh, you know, drinking. Of course there's drinking involved. Yeah. I like playing King of the Mountain. I don't know that since he got it like Cleveland did. Right. Or I, Columbus. I Col- Columbus got it pretty good. Got we the, had. Yeah, we got hammered here. I think we got 18 inches in a 24-hour period, Dayton. By the way, this is our story. You could text us, 614-821-9696. It was my 21st birthday. I got stranded on I-70 East. I was in a dress in high heels, and a trucker stopped and picked me up and took me home. I bet you he did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that trucker became my husband. Yes. And that trucker was oh, my first. That was a good three years. <laughs> <laughs> and three kids. Uh, had nine of us living in our parents' bedroom, no electricity. My yeah. dad had to put up pat, uh, plastic sheeting to try to keep the room warm. It took him three days to shovel a tunnel to give us access to the outside. Remember back in the day before all-wheel drive, and nobody had four-wheel drive, right? Everything was there. Oh, those the big old, old sedans. wheel drive sedan. It was, uh, I got pretty good. You could uh, maneuver around in those, but it was a, it was a skill, rear-wheel drive on oh, yeah. uh, ice and snow. Oh, but yeah. you could do it. You yeah. could do it. Uh, Tammy from Westerville, we had horses, five acres, back from the road. We had to tie a rope from the road back to the fence to be able to get the horses back and forth. Wow. And to, wow, that's some MacGyver stuff there. I almost swore yeah, there and said MacGyver something else. Take care of your livestock. Yeah. It's a lot of work, man. That is. Let's go to 821-969. Torgan Elliott, who's this? Hello. Hello. Turn your radio off. Oh, okay. Bye-bye. Torgan Elliott, who's this? Hello. Eh, they don't know what's going on. 
when we punch you up, that means you talk. Time to go. Yeah. You hear the beep, you talk. (laughs) Or just text. Yes. Same number. 614-821-9696. All right. Here's uh, Kelly during the blizzard of 78. Our German shepherd, Frank, got over the fence by climbing the drifts. He was missing for three days. He was found six miles away. Me and my brother built a two-room snow fort. I was 12. He was eight. I bet your kids yeah, had. Yeah, those are memories right I, there. Oh, yeah. I bet your kids had a blast. And I know I've said it before, but we had that husky mix dog, and he just loved being outdoors. I mean, now all the dogs seem to be more house dogs. Yeah. He would curl up in the drift and for hours, 8, 10, 12 hours. Yeah, my dog's like that, too. Didn't they just love come going in. out. Yeah. Uh, ran classes were canceled for two weeks, but yet they made us go to basketball practice at 9 a.m. every day. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's when you don't show. Yes. Uh, I was 10. My parents worked night shifts, so I was alone. They worked at a factory. <gasps> oh, boy. And they're probably be- stuck in the factory. I bet just get when did it uh, what time of day did it begin? Because when it starts snowing and you get two, three inches, you go, ah, should we leave work? Should we? Before you know it, you got 10, 12 inches. Yeah. Right? And it was also know. the wind chill. I mean, it got down to the, with the wind chill. Yeah. It was like 50 below. Well, I tell you what. We got to do something here. Keep the calls coming. 821-9696. We got to take a quick break, and we got to do something. All right. I'm going right? to get a coffee. All right. I'll get a coffee. We're I'll taking your calls. 821-9696. The blizzard of 78 on this date. Your call's next. QFM 96. Coming out. All right, Carrie was the winner of the Flavortown Fest passes. To Yay! See Greta and Brett Michaels. Was that a Europe song or a winger song, Christy oh, Carrie? Carrie. Journey, right? Oh, oh Carrie. No, no uh, like legit, wasn't it? Yes, Carrie. That was uh, Europe or winger? It was, it was Europe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Europe did Carrie. Well, Carrie's going to be there June 1st and 2nd on the lawn at Chemical Abstract. Yeah, Greta Van Fleet, special guest, Brett Michaels. That's going to be a great show. And then they're doing a country night and all the food, and they're putting in a beach. Nice. How about that? I like it. Sounds like a lot of work putting in a beach for a weekend. Yeah, it really it's going to be a bitch. Yeah. It does. But give somebody a job on Monday. Absolutely. So we're, <laughs> we started talking about on this date in 78, the blizzard of 78, taking your calls, where were you? Eight two one ninety six ninety six. And by the way, we will take calls in the first segment of the eight o'clock hour too. So keep them coming. Keep the text going. Eight two one ninety six ninety six. Hey Tammy. Hi Tammy. Tammy's gone. Tammy's oh, gone. No. Jim, what's up, man? Hey, how y'all doing? You doing good. Jim, we're doing well. It's a Friday. What do you got? How old were you in seventy eight? Where were you? I was 21, and I like to say it was my first and only time I had to spend two days in a mental hospital because I worked at a state hospital. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. oh you worked at the state hospital. Oh, okay. Yeah, I worked at the, I worked at the state hospital, was stuck there for a little over two days because uh, they couldn't get uh, people in, so you had to watch the kids. And, you and had to work tough. with the crazy. <laughs> Well, it was uh, it was down there in Orient. It's a prison now. But, oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. I like a little bit of crazy. It was the state hospital then, but uh, yeah, I was there for a little over two days. But that night, when I left for work, I was on two to ten thirties, 
And I had on a light spring jacket and a pair of hush puppies went to work. <laughs> hush puppies. Hush puppies. I always liked hush puppies. Yes. Oh, that's great. That's great. Boat but, shoes, hush puppies. I got to shorten it up because it's a great, interesting story. But after two days, I had a 72 Hornet, and they said we could leave. So I but that thing was like a tank. So I got about a mile and a half from my house down here in Williamsport, and uh, – I, I walk. I walked to my house though, but anyway, that was. Uh, oh, you got I'll stuck in the snow. Uh, yeah, I, I drove as far as I could, and I parked it, made it to a farmhouse. But I had a wife and uh, two young kids at the time, and uh, you know, no contact because you know, needless to say, back in there wasn't no cell phone, but it yeah. wouldn't work. So you got a but, big hug when you walked through the door. Yeah, yeah, and uh, two kids. They was. Uh, they was two and four at the time. They were uh, tickled to death, and all oh, believe me, after two days like that, uh, I was glad to uh, get home and see him. Yeah, I worked there till they shut it down in 1983. Gotcha. But yeah, that not, when it started, we all stood there at the back doors, and it gradually started. And then all at once, it cut loose, and it, it was amazing how crazy it got in such a short period of time. Because the time I got off was going to get off at 10:30. Everybody had called off. Wow, so you well, had to they, stay, They yeah. deployed the National Guard, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yes, yeah, they did. Yes, right. they did. Yeah, because that was, it was pretty, uh, you know, I don't want to take up all your time, but it was pretty much self-sufficient up there. They had their own power right. plant. Right. their own laundry commissary. I mean, it, it, it's a big place down there. Could have been worse, oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Jim. I believe Governor DeWine was 62 yeah. at the time in 78, <laughs> right? 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 60, 62, <laughs> early 60s, I think. I don't know for sure. Uh, 821-9696. Remember, we're going to take calls at the top of the hour as well. The Blizzard of 78. Uh, got some texts here. This is Greg. He's 14 years old in Clintonville. Had a dispatch paper route oh, with no. my brother. Oh, wow. Uh, the streets were so packed with snow, no one expected papers to come. Right. All the windows and the elderly folks, not expected at all. But I would come by. People would invite me in to have hot chocolate, get warm. A 45-minute route took me four hours. Uh, here's Tammy. Yeah, because the old rule, right, for the post office was rain or sleet. or something. They always delivered. Well, they didn't deliver during this. Yeah. There's no way. Corey in Zanesville, I was in third grade. I built a tunnel from one side of the street to the other, and I never touched the street. You couldn't see the street for a week. Wow. Had to split here's off. Yeah, Fred. I mean, it, it's still the record to this day, right? Yep. That blizzard. It is. Couldn't dig out for three days. We had to shovel a path to our woodshed, split enough wood to survive and keep warm from our back porch. Wow, that's a lot of stuff. Whole lot of tomato soup in those three days. <laughs> Absolutely. That week. Well, let's keep it going. 821-9696. We'll read more of your texts. We'll take more of your calls on the blizzard of 78 next. Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic accident, right lane 315 north near the Goodale Grandview Heights exit. Expect some delays uh, just north of I-70. Also, the right lane block 270 north right before 33, the Dublin exit. This is for an accident, so careful from Tuttle Crossing. And uh, Fire Department, Norwich Township Fire is uh, on the scene of an accident. Cemetery Road and Britain Parkway just west of 270 for an accident as well. Every day, distracted or reckless truck drivers cause injuries and death. You're left helpless to fight their insurance companies. Not anymore. Get Scott Smith. Get justice. Visit 
Hertz614.com. News is brought to you by Borgata, serving the highest quality New York style pizza and homemade Italian specialties. Visit them today, West Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. So if Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes does not throw an interception on Sunday, he's going to make history. He hasn't thrown an interception through two games of this year's playoffs. He didn't throw one in three postseason games last year. And if he doesn't throw one against the Ravens, he will become the first quarterback in NFL history to go straight, or uh, six straight postseason games without a pick. Uh, I can't do. Would that be a Would that be a prop bet? Uh, prob- no, Rich says it's not. Okay. I trust Rich. Can you do a Kermit the Frog impersonation? Because that's kind, that's kind of Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, right? Mahomes. It's a little yeah. Tony like Jewel. It's kind of Tony Dungy, though, And Patrick too. Mahomes. And Joel. Well, toward <laughs> Guys can have babies now, coached, so it's their love child. When I coached. Yeah, Patrick, that'll be interesting, and that's the early game, right? Yes. In Baltimore. Yes. So weather could be a factor. Wow, weather was kind of a factor last week, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, boy, it's hard to go against the Chiefs. I'm just... Yeah, it's hard to bet against Mahomes. I agree. Something tells me Baltimore's the best team in football, right? They're the best team in football. They beat good teams by double digits, every one of them. Yeah, yeah. But yet something is telling me, damn, I would bet props on that game for sure. But you heard Brandon at 7.05, and we'll redo that in an hour or so. But he likes the Lions and the points. He says Detroit could win outright. I don't know about that. Yeah. I think if you're a national guy like him and you do a lot of shows and you're uh, you know you're selling subscriptions you go out on that limb because if it hits it's news that he had it oh you go against the grain because the smart money's on San Francisco I think Mahomes only over under 14 and a half rushing yards really yeah. oh, oh I like that on one that. Yeah, I would go, go over, over on, on that, that too yeah. what did he have last week 38 oh I, I like it I like it hey uh we're gonna play a quick song here. But afterwards, we're talking about it's the anniversary smack dab in the middle. 1978, it started, the blizzard started on the 25th, went to the 27th, so it's the 26th. So we're taking your calls, going to continue to after the Ramones. I love God. Where's that clip in the open? I love my family. I love the people of Columbus. How come that doesn't get in there? Absolutely. Not. I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Penis. Torg. Got the Torg Torgerson. Cake by the ocean. It's not cake by the ocean, Jerry. Gan Elliot. Hello, Jerry. You do a little ass snorkel with that. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. This is the show. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. I don't know how to respond. Filthy, Mr. Let's just Elliot. take some calls and talk. Let's talk to Storm. Yeah, Blizzard of 78. We're smack dab in the middle of the anniversary, 25th through the 27th. And taking your calls, where were you? Got some good uh, text as well, 8219696. Or you can call us like Robert did. Hi, Robert. Hello, Robert. Morning, guys. Panties. 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 Old panties. <laughs> mm. <laughs> right. Well, I was eight years old then, and we had uh, we actually had school without school in my basement. My parents got a certificate for it, and uh, I don't know if it was for like a week or two. We had a teacher that was close enough in the area to come by, and we had like numerous kids come to my basement, and we had school for wow. however long. Yeah, I had to have been the most popular guy in the school then, right? Yeah, people made you co- come to your house to learn. <laughs> or they, they huh? blamed you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah, that was my experience of it. But yeah, it definitely, it was a lot of snow. I lived on the west side of Columbus, and it, it definitely closed everything down for sure. But yeah, have a great day, guys. All right, nice to school in Robert's basement. You had to have been in the laundry room with your dad's old Playboy. Yeah. But I'd have, where I'd have been. Could have been having a snowball fight, but I had to go to his house I, and learn. Do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sucked. <laughs> Let's go to Rick. What's up, Rick? Hey, Ricky. Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah, no, we're good, yep. Well, I'm just going to tell you, I was plowing snow in northeast Ohio up in the Youngstown area, and I was one of the only guys to ever bend the plow. Really? Oh, man. That sounds dirty. guess what? I I had no idea what I hit. Now, you remember that blizzard was also cold. You know, it wasn't just the snow. No, no, exactly. No, the wind chill, yeah. And then, of course, yeah, the cold was bad. I work for the state of Ohio, and uh, we as drivers, you know, our slits of our eyes were the only thing that we could keep our clothes, you know, even while we drove, you know, it was so cold. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. yeah. But yeah, that was it. You know what? I enjoyed and, it for a little while, but then, you know, I'm 21. I don't want to plow like all these old state guys. <laughs> yeah, in Youngstown, they get uh, that lake effect up there. They get some of it, you know, but some not of it, here yeah. as much, but uh, you know, I'll tell you what, I love it down here a lot better. But I also love Florida and California. Yeah, generally speaking, <laughs> our our winters are pretty mild here. Yeah, we're getting good. I like it around. It's so different. It's really different yeah. than up there, of course. Hey, you guys, I love your Thanks. show, man. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Rick. Appreciate, Appreciate it, Rick. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben, hey. what are you doing this weekend? I'm hoping to bend the plow a little. Bend the plow? I thought he was, when he said bend the plow, I thought he was like, my favorite Melon Camp the plow. album. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually my favorite porno. Remember bending, bending the plow. The plow. <laughs> when you were a kid in Minnesota, Torg, remember it would snow Halloween, mid November. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't see a patch of grass until April. April. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And then it was big when it would finally melt enough and you'd see a little gray, you'd go, it's coming. I know. I don't know if I could handle that. You'd get so excited. Yeah, you'd get that snow, and it just uh, never just, went away. Just unbelievable. Yeah. That's depressing. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, well, that's how I got that. That's why they drink so much there? Yep. 821-9696, more of your calls, and you can shoot us a text. here. Scott. I was 14, lived in Wheelersburg, uh, stuck in the house with Dad, drunk Jerry. My dad, drunk Jerry. Oh, drunk Jerry. We were close to the river. It froze over. Well, we had to melt snow for water. We were out of school for four weeks, and then dropped below zero. And I uh, glad we uh, Jerry, my drunk dad, had a stash of Jim Beam, and I found it. There you go. Ah, uh-huh. so you wrote it out with a little JB. I like there it. You Where go. is that? I'm looking it up. Where is Wheelersburg? Not sure. Is that down in the uh, in the holler. My mom and I, this is from Beth, were the first two people evacuated by the National Guard and taken to the Air Force Base in Heath. At the end of it, there were 500 people in the base. Our house was 19 degrees when we got rescued. Everybody pitched in cooking, hot drinks for new arrivals. Yeah, people do uh, back then anyways. Everybody kind of came together over something like that. Bruce from Columbus. I'd like to think people still will. Absolutely they would. Don't. Turn off the news. It, everybody would. It's just the news wants to tell you we wouldn't, but really we yeah. would. Wheelersburg down on the river, Torque. All right. All right. By Portsmouth. Uh, our school is closed for two months. 
You could only see three inches of the roof of our car. I cleaned the driveway yeah. for my dad. It was nine inches thick of ice. Uh, it took me three days to clear everything. The Ohio River froze over. Me and my brother walked across it. There was a guy who drove a Jeep across the river. And we built a nine-foot-tall Dolly Parton snow woman with 20-foot-long boobs. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kids stuck at school. There was a snowmobile dealership in Plumwood. They uncrated all the snowmobiles and volunteers, drove them through the fields over the top of fences to take kids' medication. Lisa from London. Nice. Plumwood. Plumwood. Wow. At my house, we ran out of- for mayor of Plumwood. <laughs> Did you? And you lost by three votes. <laughs> Spend the plow in Plumwood. Yep. I bet the plow in Plumwood. <laughs> we ran out of firewood. My mom busted up our tables and threw them on the fire. And, mm. and, you know, when you're digging a car out, people don't realize the first thing you have to do once you can get in it you got to dig the tailpipe out of your. Oh, yes. yes. Thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, you got to put boards down, yeah, too, to get. No doubt. Yeah, no you got to get traction. Yep. Let's uh, take some more calls here. JP, what's going on, man? Hey, uh, I grew up on uh, Long Island, New York, and it was so cold there that I was able to walk on the Saltwater Harbor that was a couple of miles from my house. Wow. What was yeah. the tap and what was the snow in New York at the time? And were you up upstate New York? No, this was Long Island. Um, so we were down, I was about an hour away from New York City. Um, we didn't have as much snow as you guys did out here because we hit more of an ice storm. So it, it took the power lines out. We didn't have any power in my house for a week. We had, fortunately, we had a fireplace. But, uh, yeah, it was so thick that I, I guess somebody was driving a Jeep around on the saltwater harbor that was near my house. Awesome. Thanks for sharing, JP. Crazy. Appreciate you it. You know, if the power, if that happened today, more people, you'd have, more people would have power because of the vehicles now. You just plug your home into the pickup. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah. have that. Every, tr- everybody has that do now. You? A lot of people do. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, everybody, that, everybody that, go to that would, Jerry's That house. would run the furnace. Dude, I have a humongous Your gener- Tesla would do that. Yeah, my uh, I have a huge generator that's busted down right now. I can't figure it out. And when you do it yourself, my wife goes, "You're gonna get take. Oh, I'll get take. I'll take care of that. I got and that, honey. I got it. And six months later, it's yeah. I got to do some plumbing this weekend. I'll have a story come Monday. I promise. Oh, you get plumbing. I just know how like, it goes. Like, know, know your strengths. Plumbing ain't one of them. Plumbing or plumbing. Plumbing. I got oh, three okay, okay. toilets. I'm gonna right, completely right. just, redo. Just checking what plumbing you're gonna do. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping for that, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's been a little clogged as Play well. Play your cards right. Yeah. <laughs> John, go ahead, buddy. Hey, frozen panties. Frozen, frozen panties. panties. Mm. Hey, I, I lived in the country up there by Sandusky, and uh, it was really bad. That, that snow effect is, is no crap. I mean, uh, we had the problem was the roads. Snow was so thick on the roads and the drifts and everything, they couldn't plow them because they didn't know where the cars were. Yeah, that's so true. They were just out there, but uh, but yeah, we were locked in our house for a week. Uh, luckily, we had a fireplace. I was about fifteen at the time, so the last place I wanted to be at home was my family. But uh, yeah, we were in front of the fireplace for a week, and that the house was smelling ripe after a week. Oh yeah, absolutely, John. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, Torg, you ever driven in snow so thick, so like whiteout conditions? There's, oh yeah, there's no road. You, you don't can't, even see. You have to. You think you're going to hit somebody. It's crazy. Yeah. If you find a safe spot to, to stop, man, you just camp out. You you ever been in Florida it's dangerous. D- during a hurricane? Pe- I have. People yeah. will just leave. That's what kind of do is plowing thing. People will leave their cars right in the middle of the road and run 
And during Floyd, I left like two days later, and I tried to drive the streets. It was like Waterworld, and I drive, and just cars were blocked, and it was like The Walking Dead, where everybody leaves their cars, power lines are down. You just, everybody just runs and leaves, and I bet you during that blizzard, people probably just cars everywhere. everywhere. Well, the pictures here in Columbus on uh, I-71, crazy. Couple quick texts, then we'll get to your calls. I was in high school. My dad worked for the city of Columbus, who plowed the streets. We he worked nonstop, seventy-two hours. He'd come home, get soup, go back at it. The city was shut down. I recall not going to school for about two weeks. That's from uh, Kathy. Maybe that's where the whole snow warrior term was was coined back then. Yes, there are snow warriors. Uh, here's Whitney. I was seven years old. Remember a woman the next county road over went into labor. The ambulance came to pick her up, got stuck. Then the next ambulance came and got stuck. So med flight flew to get them, and I was growing up uh, in Jerome at the time. Yeah, wow. if your wife goes into labor and something like that, I think you just uh, set her on the workbench and take the snap yourself, <laughs> Absolutely. Right? I think you just, <laughs> come on, baby. I push. And then you grab some Kick scissors a leg out. up and get after <laughs> and you it, You grab babe. some scissors or a steak yeah. knife to cut that cord, right? Right, right. <laughs> Let's go to John. What's up, John? <laughs> hey, John. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good. Go ahead. Uh, I lived up in Bellevue, Ohio, which was uh, about 12 miles south of Lake Erie. And we were about 60 miles from Bowling Green, which I understand was the epicenter of the storm or the eye of the storm. And my dad worked for the Turnpike Commission, and he got caught and was there at work when the storm hit. And me, my brother, and my sister, and my mom were stuck in the house. The snow drifts were over top of the roof. And while he was working on the uh, Turnpike, they were out rescuing people on snowmobiles and such. And for the bridges that they had to drive down the Turnpike, they had to go around the bridges because he couldn't get underneath them because the snow was so deep. And, yeah, he was stuck out there for about three days. And believe it or not, my aunt had power in the center of our small town, and they had to dig a pathway, and they came in big trucks, and they picked us up and took us into where she had power so we could get heat and food and stuff like that. But, yeah, it was a crazy time. I was about 11 years old when that happened. Yeah, do you remember this? Because we just got a text from Dave in Johnstown. He said, uh, people forget the day before it was warm, everybody was playing outside with no coats. I believe, if I remember correctly, the temperature was about 65 degrees, and about 8 to 10 hours later, it was below zero. Wow. Wow. That's nuts. That is nuts. Thanks, John. I wonder if the 4, 6, and 10, if the meteorologist of the day called it. Yeah. I guess it's hard to do when it's 65 and then below zero 10 hours later. By the way, got another text. They didn't put their name. They said, actually, the temperature was 70, and it dropped overnight. 70. <laughs> wow, here's another guy. Yeah. Here is Bernie. Bernie had a bulldozer on his farm. The National Guard flew uh, diesel by helicopter, so I plow the roads 11 feet deep. That's actually Mike. His buddy Bernie had the bulldog. Eleven feet. Wow. Eleven feet. Yeah, that's nuts. Let's go to Brad. What's up, Brad? Everybody's got a tail on this. They do. Yeah. Hey. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. 
How are you? Happy Friday. Thank Listen, you. Uh, I grew up in Upper Arlington, and um, that was one of the most epic storms to fly through. I'm 59 years old, and uh, my mother decided to take me, my brother, and sister, along with uh, another mother and their son and daughter, who we went to school with, packed us up in the infamous turtle vans. Remember the, the, the tops on them? And we headed to Florida for two and a half weeks, um, and it, and come to find out, the, the other girl was with us. She's one of the cheerleaders at Arlington, so that was a great eleven-hour drive in that van. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, you know, it doesn't still like it used to, uh, you know, because. They, they call off school with, with what, an inch of snow? Inch yeah. of snow. Even cold, Brad. They right. they had a couple days last week where they had a cold warning and my kids didn't go to school. Oh, my God. Well, I had to walk to school with maybe two feet of snow. You know? Uphill. Like, yeah. Brad, I grew up in Minnesota, dude. We never had snow days. Never. Uh, we had yeah. one school day yeah. or snow day. Yeah, That's my, it. My ex-wife was from Duluth, so she gave me the full schedule. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mini San Francisco so, well, listen, at the hills. I, I love you guys. Get, get to some more calls and uh, keep it going. All, All right, right, thanks, Brad. Bro, by, thanks. By the way, Jerry, to answer your question, Doug from Grove City sent us a text, and he said we did not have any warning from the news. So the, the forecast uh, did not call for this. Yeah. Wow. It says it was overnight. Completely. All right, we got we got to get to Michael Evans. So look at look what do I have in my hand, Jerry? What I got a stopwatch, right? You do. Yep. And we go to Mater. Start. Go, Mater. Hey, good morning, everybody. How we doing? Hey, good morning, Mater. I got a question for you before you get started. Oh, I'm sorry. No, sorry. his time's running, Jerry. Okay. Not, go ahead, yeah. Mater. Go ahead. So I was 12 years old. We lived in a little um, town called Bloomingdale, Ohio, which is just west of Steubenville, and across the river. Um, Dad worked in a little town called Weirton, West Virginia, and their claim to fame was uh, steel mills, just full of steel mills over there. Okay. Said this is in the 70s. Well, Dad You're had at a four GC minutes, Murphy. Mater. Dad had a G.C. <laughs> Murphy Company store there, and he never missed a day of work. He was a manager there, and he had a like a 15-mile jaunt to and from. And I can remember when we pulled out of the driveway that morning, because I went with him. School was canceled, of course, but... Uh, we pulled out of the driveway, and we actually broke snow in our little subdivision. And when we got to Weirton, because of the steel mills, the steel mills never shut down. Actually, they couldn't shut down. But anyway, the snow over there, Melissa could probably tell you this too, Jerry, because she's yeah. Youngstown, correct? Yeah, she is indeed. Canfield, yeah. yeah. And the snow, when it would come down, the snow wouldn't stay white. It would actually turn like a gray and stuff. All because right. of all the steel dust and the funk yeah, in the Yeah, all air. that dust. Yeah. Okay, a minute 19. Go ahead. All right. So anyway, yeah, that's um, – we missed probably like a week and a half of snow, and it was drifty, and we lived – you know, it's, it's hilly over there. Yeah. In, uh, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and, and West Virginia all meet. And uh, so anyway, were you going to ask me a question? Go on. No, Go on. no. You're just Mr. Ohio. I just – I'm curious why Upper Sandusky is south of Sandusky. Right? Uh, right? Huh? And you've got Westerville, yet it's on the east side of Columbus. Wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Mind-blowing stuff. Thanks, Mater. Have a good weekend, Terry. Hey, I grew up in South St. Paul, which is actually north of St. Paul. So. Oh. <laughs> right. It so, is? I did is. not it's know legit. that. It's, yeah, it is. It's so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Jerry. Uh, by the way, final one. Jake from Marysville says, hey, guys, 
I don't remember a thing, but these stories are fantastic. So good, Jake. Glad we entertained people today. Absolutely. There you go. And Michael Evans, Aloha Friday next. Michael Evans Report, brought to you by Dormar Heating and Cooling, your climate hero. Hey, good morning, Tor. Good morning, Elliot. Good morning, Columbus. I am feeling better, and thanks for all of the emails I got from our listeners. Uh, before I get into my final predictions of the NFL championship games coming up on Sunday, and I know Torg has something to say. Uh, it is Movie Review Friday, but there's only one movie that I really, really, really strongly recommend. That's Four Things. you got to check out that movie. It stars Emmy-nominated Emma Stone. It is fabulous. Uh, another movie that's opening up I did not see. It's called Middle East War. Uh, that's what it's about. It's actually called Fighter. Uh, I got a screener on it. I could never get into it. I can't recommend it. Um, like I said, there's only one movie you need to really see, and that's Poor Things. However, speaking of this movie Fighter that I didn't see that is opening up in limited engagement that I cannot recommend, there's another movie Fighter that I do recommend. This movie was released 24 years ago. It's not opening up this weekend. Do you remember it, Torgy? The True Story of Boxer Mickey Ward, starring Mark Wahlberg. It's streaming now everywhere, and I strongly recommend the movie Fighter with Mark Wahlberg. I had forgotten how great that movie was until this new one popped up that I didn't even bother to see. Check it out. Fighter, Mark Wahlberg, it is streaming. Um, but if you're going to be home before the football games on Sunday, must-see TV is Sofia Vergara starring as the true live Columbia cocaine godmother Griselda Blanco. A six-part Netflix docudrama is called Griselda. And who knew that Sofia Vergara can really act? The series dropped midnight last night, four stars. I really loved it. Oh, and speaking of Netflix, I promise it's the last time I'll mention it, but that American Nightmare I've been telling you about all week long is really good. You might want to check that out as well. The uh, game's on Sunday. Okay, here you go. San Francisco still a seven-point favorite to beat Detroit. Ballmer still three-and-a-half-point favorite to beat Kansas City. And I know the Torg is not going to agree. Torg, give me a call over the weekend. I'm taking the dogs. I'm taking the underdogs and the points. I'm going with Kansas City and Detroit. Ooh, yeah. I'd be singing, but my voice ain't in it. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See ya. Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home. Locally owned, headquartered staff, nearly 75 years, SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. Clouds, temperature falling to around 46 later this afternoon. Clouds tonight, a low 39. And chance of rain after 4 a.m. Saturday and a high of 47, already down to 49 right now. Another day, another override of a Governor DeWine veto. Ohio will prohibit local governments from regulating flavored tobacco after the Senate voted to override the governor's veto. DeWine said at one point he would rather have a whole statewide ban, but banning it on the local level was the next best thing. So the city of Columbus, their ban on flavored tobacco products went into effect January 1. Now, the law only applied to the city of Columbus. So all users had to do is drive outside of Columbus to buy what they wanted. 
Uh, the ban on local regulation should take place in about 90 days. Good news for people looking to rent. Barely. National median rent for residential properties fell about 0.78% uh, in December, making it the third month in a row. Rents have decreased. Largest rent reductions are in Florida, Idaho, and Oregon. Sure, they may have fallen, but they're still not affordable for many. In fact, in December, the median rent in the country was almost $2,000. Just $90 less than its peak in August of 22. X and other social media sites started cracking down yesterday after, did you see the sexually explicit deep fakes of Taylor Swift? Partially no. clad in Chiefs gear went naked? viral. Well, partially clad uh, sexual positions, uh, oh. Chiefs gear all went viral. AI, all fake. All fake. Course. And yeah. Taylor reportedly considering a lawsuit, but there's no word on who she would actually go after. And Sue my boner. So, <laughs> small claims court. Yeah. <laughs> Very small. Ah. Whoa, yeah, look at that. Let me see. That is. Ooh, yeah. Oh, wow. I know. Oh, wow. And I know even Shake if you know it it's fake, if you're the person in the photo, yeah. does it make it any different? Hey, even though it's fake, we can still enjoy it. All right. Wow. Well, a lot of the platforms took it down. Wow. And they're have to push it down. <laughs> yes. There is a scandal brewing in the world of Chinese marathons. Have you heard of this 52-year-old marathon runner known as Uncle Chen? He's also known as the smoking brother. Well, Uncle Chen was disqualified for chain smoking cigarettes during a marathon earlier this month. Uncle Chen's been running marathons while smoking for years. The Chinese Athletics Association, well, they put some rules in the rule book to stop him from smoking on the track. So despite finishing the marathon, very respectable, three hours and 33 minutes, smoking Uncle Chen was disqualified. It sounds like a frozen food, Uncle I know, Chen's. Uncle Chen's. Yeah, smoking Uncle Chen. Uh, Uncle Chen has had Chinese, the... Chinese, eh, they're just, uh, it just hits different, doesn't it? They're, they're smokers. Yeah. You ever see those videos? I've never uh -huh. been, but I'm just saying. I you see those videos? They though they smoke. That was the smoking baby. Remember the baby? No. You've seen that? No. Kids like three, and he's a little round kid. Oh. Sitting on the ground, and he's smoking? just chain smoking. Yeah. It's kids not like a candy three, cigarette. Three years old. No, it's a real no, it's cigarette. Real smoke. Hey. Yeah. Don't tell DeWine. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Chen says the reason he started smoking while running is because it helps him relieve fatigue. I guess all the nicotine. Uncle Chad, I'm going to have their egg rolls tonight. Mm, Uncle Chad. Yes. little sweet and sour sauce with that. Mm. QFN Mighty Six Kemba, financial credit union traffic for this morning. Uh, we all right, here we go with the hot five. Five good cuts today. Really good cuts. Our buddy Mark Norman, the stand-up comedian, had two people hop up on stage at one of his shows recently. Security had to come up, get them out of there, and then clear everyone out. Here you, Here's the audio. Okay. All right. Uh oh. Oh, jeez. Hey, how are What do we got? Migrants here? Hey, what's going on? Oh, jeez. Everything all right? Just want to make sure everybody's good here. What's going on? Uh oh. Oh, boy. Hey. Anything can happen at a comedy show. That was some kind of weird swinger sex party thing. Oh, God. Somebody got tased. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, wait, what? Huh? I really froze there. I went to Mitch McConnell. All right. Oh, 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 o
interruption. Um, can we get out or what? Cut the camera. Yeah, just, yeah, I'm one of the producers of the show. Um, yeah, we just need everybody to get out, please. Uh, now, I had just the read... producers of the... You take tickets for minimum wage? I'm the producer of the show. I just read that, that Mark is now saying the disruption was part of a planned surprise activity by the show producers that he was not aware was going to happen. Okay. Because when I texted him, it said... He what said... It, well, I'm just reading here. The New York Post this morning says neither he nor the club knew anything about it. Okay, he he says the disruption was a was a part of a planned surprise activity by the show's producers. And what was that? Uh, where are you reading that from? Uh, Unilad, and this came out 17 hours ago. All right. When I shoot him a text, I said it looked like ISIS was uh, on stage, and he laughed, and he said, "Yeah, it did." Because uh, they looked just, they didn't, they looked like when he said, "Hey, we got immigrants here," it looked like they were like in the coats, like the. ISIS coats. It was just bizarre. And then they, sh- but how would that Christy be a plant from the producer if they tased him? And then we just heard from the guy that said he was the producer. Well, the club security is probably who tased him and said that the club didn't know about it. So no, he said the, the club didn't know, but it was a plan thing from the producer. I know, but the producer said everybody's got to leave. Then why would the producer say everybody's got to leave if it was a plan thing from the producer? I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong or right. I'm just questioning, like. If the producer planned that it. That was awkward. I'm looking at gag. it right now. Wow. Yeah. Like, why would they clear everybody out if it was a planned thing from the producer then? Yeah, it doesn't look like anyone in the club. Uh, boy, people are just, people are scared. Oh, it's yeah. Not a, it's not a big place. And now you no, just right. irritated people send them out into the cold in the winter. With those people. With the ISIS members. Yeah. That's just bizarre. Yeah, isn't it? it kind of uh, incited a bit of panic. That's why the that's why the uh, the club manager there. That's why she got up afterwards because the audience is a bit freaked here. New York probably not the place to pull a joke like yeah. that. Yeah, sorry, and a, 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 a surprise like something like that. Yeah. No. And if the producer did do that, you got to fire that guy. If you're Mark Norman, right? I would think you so. you got to fire yeah. him immediately. Yeah, right. You got to pull. You have to uh, call pull rank. In, well, you have to call him into the office and have Vince McMahon sit there. Yeah. If I was ever a billionaire. I would fly Vincent Kennedy McMahon into my office, and when I did, like, Friday firings, I would just say, all right, Mark, you've been a good employee, but Mr. McMahon needs to see you. Yeah! Giving his own music like he's coming down yeah. in the raw and yeah. he opens the yeah. door. No, we'll just... I don't think a comedian can fire a comedy club employee. No, that was producer, though. Christy, you his said his producer. Producer from the club, meaning he oh. produces the show every week. Okay, so now I'm, looking, I'm looking at another oh, okay. report that was released 11 hours ago that said later on the comedy club admitted it was all staged. Ooh. That's a bad look. But he didn't know. New York though. Comedy, no, he, he didn't, didn't know. know. He didn't know. It says the New York Comedy Club apologized for causing the panic and noted that some filming was taking place. Yeah, he didn't know because he texted ah, me back. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was planned. Well, the people in New York thought Saturday Night Live was funny for a long time. So I Yeah, guess. If, if you're him, though, you don't play that club again, right? Yeah. You're done. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And I don't know if other comics would pull. Jerry, so... He's a big tie, t- and we'll get to the clip number two here in a second. He's he's about as big as it gets, right, for guys who do those type of clubs, right? Oh, yeah. So would other comics, not like a Sam Marill, the Jim Nortons who do that, the uh, Colin Quinns who do that circuit, would they avoid that club? Well, that's their home club. No, I know, but would they avoid it now and find somewhere else to go? 
or after that. the club gets rid of said producer, as you just mentioned, and then they just No, but she mentioned the club was in on it, right, Christy? Well, okay, so... Uh, all right. A statement that near they apologized. Filming was taking place. We received a handful of inquiries regarding a viral clip of our club being evacuated. First and foremost, nobody was harmed or injured. The disruption was part of a filming by uh, Hi Hi, the producers that rented out our venue for the night. So they were trying to make a v- a viral video viral of video. something. Yes, exactly. And, and he went, wasn't in on it. And wrong. he was not in on it. Yeah. No, I know he wouldn't be in on it. That's stupid. Wow, that's just insane, isn't it? Yeah. That so those is. for those who had were escorted out, they're getting a free ticket to a show of their choosing. Oh, that makes up for everything. <laughs> yeah, being terrorized. Yeah, yeah you got to be prudent anymore. And they. It, that's why when that when Christy, you did the story, uh, what two days ago that Coachella wasn't selling. Yeah. yeah I kind of get it. Yeah. We ruined your well, Mark yeah. Norman experience. What could go wrong at a music festival? The, oh wait. Yeah. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then too, did you? So you watched the video, right, Jerry? Yeah, I just. The saw two it. people came up on stage. Don't they look like they're a terrorist? The dude came up. Uh, yes. Yeah. He came up and and stood right next to Mark and didn't try to grab the mic or no, anything. No, just, just stood and there. And then the girl, the second person. It looked like that was his date, the guy that got up there. Yes. And she was just trying to get out of there, so she had to step on the stage to get down. Okay. To go around. She was kind of looking at the crowd, though. Yes. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah, that was... Uh, Can you post that video bizarre. on our Torgan Elliott yeah, Twitter I'll feed? I'll try to share it to you here. Okay. Rich, why don't you post that? Yeah, I'll get it. All okay. right, for clip number two in your hot five here, uh, Democrat Chuck Schumer announced that he's introducing a bill to crack down on Zinn. So reporters caught up with Schumer's colleague, John Fetterman, out of Pennsylvania, and they asked John about it. I'm going to err on the side of more freedom and personal choices of those kinds of things. And I made that same argument when I wanted to legalize marijuana. Like, and you know, half more than half a million Americans die every year from smoking and t- tobacco, uh, or you know, tens and tens of thousands die from alcohol. And I think there's bigger issues to address than, than that product. So I, I don't support it, and I would never in, uh, support snuff or chewing tobacco, but it's, it's available. He's right. I, t- I was on the bandwagon first with him. Right. Don't hey. do this. Don't do that. Yeah. So they come out with a product so people don't have to do what they've already. That kind of defines the old slippery slope, doesn't it? Yep. And you know it's the competitor trying to put them out of business with lobbyists trying to pay Shermer's might staff be, off. Zen is tobacco-free. Yes. It's just uh, it's nicotine. Is That's how it, it works. You say there's bigger problems to tackle. Well, not when money's involved. He said he's uh, he's going to err on the side of freedom. Fetterman's ramping up for a 28-run tour. Yeah, My he guy. might be. I'll Senator be Cucumber mate. no more. Yeah. President right? Cucumber. Yeah. Told you guys. But look at these. They're just a little paper yeah. with flavored water and nicotine. And you're going to do Rogue, too, right? You're going to uh, try I'm gonna that? I'm going to try that. Yeah, we your got a buddy recommendation. Uh, texted. Yeah. Yep. Cut number three. Jake Gyllenhaal Christie is going to be the lead role in the new Roadhouse. I know, and he's. Uh, I've seen the picture. I haven't seen the trailer yet, but the picture uh, his shirt unbuttoned all the way. I know you like that. Uh, looking yeah, good. Yeah, he, he's probably as good as actor as Swayze, too. <laughs> uh, he takes on Conor McGregor in the new Roadhouse. Here's the trailer. Let me guess. You know, threaten me. Tell me to get out of town. I get the impression that he can't be threatened. Once Knox is on the job, it's over, baby. It takes a lot to get me angry, but when I am, I just can't let go. 
It just sounds it, bad. It, just, you, it really is. It's horrible. It just yeah. sounds tor- oh. When you go back to the original, what was the soundtrack like for that movie? There it had was to 80s. Just Healy Band. Yes, it was 80s-tastic. They, yeah, they, it, I would have Very I would keyboard think. synthesizer centric. Well, it was rock. It was uh, the Healy Band. It was the, remember when the guy's driving down the one lane and he's singing? You know, the guy who breaks up the auto parts shop? And he's singing the song on the radio. Yeah. It's that older Jeff song. Jeff Healy Band, he was the whole soundtrack for the movie was mostly Jeff Healy yes. Band. Yes. Oh, okay. Where he does his version of I think Long Tall Sally. Uh he does Traveling Band. Yeah. Uh uh, was the Jeff Healy band on stage yes. in the movie? Well, yeah. They were the house band. They yes. were the house band. Okay. They were the house band. Okay. They were Dalton's buddies too. Dalton knew them. Bob Seger, Blue Monday was also on the soundtrack. Yeah. Okay. You know the thing about Swayze though is I interviewed him when he had cancer. And he was di- and he made fun of himself, like of his acting. He goes, "Let's be honest, I can't act." You know, and he <laughs> joked. About, he joked about it. I think Jake Gyllenhaal thinks he can act. That's horrible. Did you see that? Well, line? he wasn't. I mean, sometimes I can't control myself. Oh my god, that's awful. Has he ever been nominated for anything? Yeah, well, Razzie. Yeah, Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, that's yes. what I. That's what I thought. Yeah, but he had yeah. to kiss another dude yeah. to get there. Right. Okay. Well, but he that's... wasn't acting. <laughs> <laughs> that's just it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. So, was he get... acting or wasn't yeah. he? I don't know. Here it is, Jerry. Not judging. We're I'm just casting saying. you in a yeah. role, Jerry. All right. Yeah, You're right. Feel, right. Right. You're gonna get an Oscar nomination, but you gotta make out and make love to a guy. Yeah, you, that was uh, a, you in. That was a big question during that movie. It they asked a lot of actors, Brad Pitt and everything, could you have done that role? I think a lot of guys wouldn't have. Yeah. Couldn't have. And that's yeah. the reason he yeah. got the Oscar. Yeah. Or nominated. Uh, all right, number four. President Biden sounds like he's speaking another language here. He was <laughs> at a brewery <laughs> up in Superior, funny. Wisconsin. It's called the Earth Rider Brewery. And uh, he gave a little speech afterwards. It sounds like he had a couple. Beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer in this refinery. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why it's coming. And again, what the hell are you laughing know. at? I don't know. Hey, hey, if you voted for Biden out there, I don't care if you did. But never make fun of my grammar again. You are not allowed to make fun of my grammar if you voted for Biden. You can. I don't care. I'm not ripping you. You can vote forever you want. I'm just saying you can't make fun of me for mispronouncing a word. Yeah. All right. One more time, Rich. We'll probably have another one next week, but go ahead. Beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer in this refinery. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why it's here is made to get the brew here. Yes. Who's got the vacuum? I like toast. <laughs> I, just, I like to whittle. Oh, that's out of context. You don't know what he said before or after, but on its own. <laughs> he might have said I like toast. Right, you, right, don't, right. you don't know, Jerry. Uh, cut number five here. God loves Snoop Dogg. He was on with Andy Cohn, talked about, told this great story of Michael Jackson. Me and Mike was family. His family and my family love each other. Only issue me and Mike had was we was at Ed Hardy. He had an event in Vegas, like when they have all the clothes and all of that. Yeah, Michael Jackson performed, Snoop Dogg performed. He put Michael Jackson dressing room right next to Snoop Dogg's. Open the door. Oh, wow. You blew a bunch in. Yeah. He said, Snoop, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Snoop talks about himself in the third person. (laughs) Of course he does. Of course he does. That's great. He's a rascal, Uh, that guy. uh, Mischievous. (laughs) Torgan Elliott, take break. Come back. Yeah. Dude, that movie sucked. It's crap. The movie's garbage. <laughs> the Fat Guy Movie Review with Torg and Elliot. You're going to need a bigger potion. On QFM 96. Our guy is Kevin Carr, fatguysofthemovies.com. Hi, Kevin. Oh, I love Kevin Carr. Hi, Kev. Hey, hey, guys. What's happening? What is going on? Do I nothing. see a little yeah. Oscars Emmys talk? Because there is nothing going on. Yeah, you know how how Hollywood. Uh, well, yeah, I think it's because what they did is they sort of pushed a lot of things out of the release schedule due to the strikes, and we're still sort of seeing that. Plus, it's January, and you know, at this time of year, you know, for the last three months, they've been like, "Watch my movie, watch my movie," and now they're like, "Yeah, we don't got anything." Kevin, I, here's here's the Oscar. Let me throw this at you here. Yeah, and let's just be honest and no bias. Sure. People are complaining about Barbie not getting enough uh, nominee. Come on, come on! That's not an Oscar-worthy movie. Well, I mean, uh, here's the thing: I, I, I don't disagree with the nominations that are there. I think it certainly had an impact. It had a cultural impact. So, you know, nomination for best picture, uh, nomination for for best writing. I mean, it got the supporting actor and actress. I mean, America Ferrera was nominated for best supporting actors. But when in movies like that in the past been nominated? Oh, a lot of times. Fletch is a You know, I mean, the, the well, popular movies do get nominated. No, no, uh, no. I'm talking that style of movie, the goofy comedy. Well, I mean, it, it, it happened. I mean, you're you're right. It's not the the go to position, but yes, I, I I think also I think what was notable about it, and it's the same thing with like when Avatar was 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 nominated. It, it just was such a phenomenon. That it was that I think people just stood up and took notice. But, but here's the thing: with I don't like to use the term snubs because that that implies that the other people who were nominated in those categories didn't deserve it. I will say I don't think Annette Benning deserves to be nominated for Nyad. I thought she was not great in that. But you know, are you going to sit there and say Carrie Mulligan? You were not good enough in uh, Ma- Maestro, so it should have been Margot Robbie. I mean, she did she did miss out on that. To other women, so that's not really misogyny at work. Yeah, but uh, and and you know Ryan Gosling's performance as Ken, there was something kind of amazing about that performance. (laughs) 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 Okay. I so liked I, his performance. I mean, I I thought it was it was good. Yeah, but I mean that mo- type of movie. It's a I'm cartoon. Yeah, yes. I just that's my whole I beef mean, is that type of movie. If where was that type of movie that you know the comedy like that in years past? Have we run out of material where this is what we have? Well, no. I mean, I, I like you said. I, I like to throw out the Pretty Woman thing. I mean, Pretty Woman was just a lighthearted rom. Well, she was a hooker with the heart of gold, though, Kevin. And <laughs> she was nominated for Best Actress. I, I uh, a lot of people sort of. Here's the thing. I personally, and this is me, I don't like the concept that, oh, it needs to be a serious movie to get nominated. I think I agree with you. But historically, that has been the case. Iron Man never got any run or Batman or any of those movies, but yet Barbie? 
The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight did, Dark absolutely. Knight did he well, that was a different type of movie, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was but different I, type. I, still, I still think, um, I, I, I've always felt that, you know, genre movies certainly deserve to be nominated more than they are. I mean, otherwise, then it's just nothing but biopics and Holocaust movies. Well, exactly. Kevin, would you think that Barbie's a comedy? Sure. But a lot of comedies, that's kind of our point. Comedies are not, even though they're good, comedies, and I think they should, but there's been comedies that haven't been nominated where I look at it and go, hold it, man, there's some great comedic performances in these uh, movies. I, I, I don't disagree. I mean, comedies have one, I mean, but it's usually something like Annie Hall, which yeah. has to be sort of like the art house and, comedy. And, and what's funny, funny, too, funny is, is somebody had mentioned that the way the Oscars shook out for Barbie is exactly the plot of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, well that, I mean, it's, it, it plays into the nice narrative. But, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Gerwig, you go from 10 nominations for Best Picture to five nominations for Best Director, you're going to have at least five people <laughs> disappointed. Maybe more, because sometimes Best... I think all the, the Best Directors were nominated for Best Picture as well, but sometimes they're not. You know, sometimes the Best well, Director doesn't doesn't always... You know, sync up. It doesn't matter. Oppenheimer's going to win. I mean, we all yeah. know that. I yeah, mean, why best, is belly aching? Best it? Picture definitely is a different... I mean... A performance a la Heath Ledger in Batman, yes. Best picture, no. So, I mean, a performance versus a a movie, best picture usually is the cancer, the Holocaust, the guy that played the retarded guy. I I don't think that that should be the case. I I think that they should. Right. I, I would love to see them. You know, put put a you know a horror movie up for best picture and actually have it win. You know, I mean, the closest you've ever gotten was Silence uh, of the Lambs. Lambs. Yeah. yeah, which I think at its core is certainly a horror movie, but it's oh no no, it's a police thriller. You know, oh okay, whatever. You know, I mean, it's. It's fine. I mean, I'm, I'm like, uh, here's the thing. I don't take it personally. This is just awesome. Yes, right, right. Yeah, no. Right, right. And yeah, so we're it, it affects my we're life, how? We're two weeks out? Uh, no, we're like a month Next and a week. half out. It's March. Uh, oh, it's 10th. it's March yeah. this year, yeah. yeah. Hey, who uh, who who's hosting? Uh, isn't isn't Jimmy Kimmel hosting? Is he? I th- yeah, that's what I, think, I thought. I, I was Jimmy Kimmel's hosting. I didn't know for sure. It's not Joe Coy. <laughs> no, boy. He's he's like fighting back, but Kevin, that was an awful monologue. It was, but I think well, he kinda, has a point that, that he was given 10 days to... Yeah, he kind of did them the favor only to take crap for but it. But don't throw the writers under the bus. Well, no, I think that that was, that was a little bit unprofessional for him. But like, uh, you know, the, the, the joke's bombing. Part of it is, it's also like it was his first time doing it. So he wanted he he wanted to play nice, and so that's a it's a real fine line because usually the Golden Globes is a bit of a roast, anyways, especially like when Ricky Gervais did it. But they've changed the Golden Globes. It used to be you'd watch all these uh, celebrities go to dinner, get completely hammered, and then go up and give their speeches after being roasted by like a comedian like Ricky Gervais. And they made this year much more like an Oscars. It was much more classy and and they're like a typical award show yeah and and i think that's where he was ha- and and i'm sure he got feedback from everybody because you know what it's like heck i'm sure that happens on the show where like you, whatever goes out of the air everybody hears but they don't know what what you're being told sure. don't make that joke i remember yeah. reading in uh, <laughs> playboy magazine johnny carson reading interview in and johnny magazine. said that hosting the oscars because he did it like a record number of times. It was like yeah, the like most that. thankless job in Hollywood. It's yeah. it's no win for whoever does it. 
See, I think what they need to do is they need to, like, for, like, the Golden although, like I said, they changed the Golden Globes. Back when it was just celebrities getting drunk, that's where I was like, just let somebody like Ricky Gervais go up there and don't actually have any oversight. Just let him say whatever he wants. You know, we had Chevy Chase. 90 minutes. (laughs) We had Chevy Chase on, and he said hosting the Oscars was easy. Because you had so much staff and writers. Well, yeah, but that's like Chevy Chase. Yeah, well, he wasn't horrible. Well, no, but I mean, that his his delivery was more just kind of. I think you play it down the middle, and that's the safe way to do it. Well, he, but also his just stuff be polite, was. He kind of has this classy. This sort of, I don't know if I'd say Chevy Chase is classy. I, he was, but he would just be, he would be more about him. He was a little more self-deprecating, like blah, blah, blah. like when Letterman did it. That's just sort of like his style, you know. Yeah. I mean, every, every comedian, like uh, you know, Billy Crystal was a very Chevy Chase type of approach, whereas like Chris Rock takes a little more edge. Although I don't think he's going to do it again unless no. unless they got good security on. <laughs> was Letterman's Oprah Uma? Remember that? That was awful. What, what was that? That wasn't the Oscars, or was it? Was that a Grant? No. Uh, which which one did he? David Letterman hosted, and he did the big thing that got a lot of uh, attention: the Oprah Uma Uma. It was all about Dave. It was oh. all about him, and that's that's not really their job. Yeah, well, but Dave's—he's done it several times. Like Whoopi Goldberg, like in Whoopi, people forget Whoopi Goldberg was a really good host. As as the Oscars, people kind of always forget to mention her. She was she's up there with I think like Billy Crystal and Steve Martin. But you kind of have to have that old school comedian bringing in a new school comedian. Yeah, is a little. Because cause the new school people are like edgier. Like, you never had Richard. No one ever thought, no one was ever going to let Richard Pryor host the Oscars. No. Oh, I wish they would have. Or, or like, but, or, or, or like um, you know, anybody uh, you know, who was like edgy at the time, you know, they, they would never do that. I think that says volumes about the state of Hollywood today. I mean, you know, Jim Gaffigan's going to host next year. That's, well, I don't know that's it, where they're at. Well, I, yeah, I think. I it, wish it, Norm MacDonald would. That'd be great. Well, that would be a that would be a feat. Yeah. Well, not now, but back I, in the day. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he after the ESPYS, he wasn't getting any yeah, more hosting gigs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> part part of the thing is is back when Chevy Chase was doing it, for example, it was easy. You just put anything on the broadcast, and everyone watched it. You were yeah. held hostage by three television stations. Oh, yeah, you had PBS, but who watched that? You know, and so you know, it was like. But now it's you're competing for the eyeballs on everything, not just not just cable, not even just streaming. You got internet, you got TikTok, you got YouTube, you got all this other stuff that people can be distracted. Nobody wants to sit through a three-hour war show. I still think that we are running into that. And every year they're like, "Oh, the ratings are up or down. What can we do?" And I say, "Not make a three-hour boring award show with with people who can't read a teleprompter. That's the first step." You know, yeah, I think the, the red carpet probably rivals the actual broadcast. The, the reason by the time the show starts, a lot of people have already been in front of the TV for two or three hours because well, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's people's watching habits have changed. And yeah, for, for a a industry that you know ostensibly should know that they still insist on stilted performances and three three and a half hours, and it just goes on. Like I said, give you. Know, Get Dave Chappelle to host it without giving any sort of oversight and make it 45 right minutes on. long. Everyone would watch it. Right on. Absolutely they would. Yes. Even the haters would. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Well, because everyone would be like, what's Chappelle going to say? And then what would be hilarious is if Chappelle got up there and just did nothing controversial. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. That would be his. So uh, just kind of recap, if you want to go any snubs or that you want to throw out there, did you think anyone got robbed? Uh, you know, I mean, like I said, I find it hard to say. I mean, it was very predictable. That's the thing. And, like, the best picture, it, all those – Sure, there's movies I liked more, but it pretty much is the ten films that you could have expected. I mean, maybe the fact that there's three of them that are, like, either foreign language or part foreign language, Anatomy of the Fall, Past Lives, and Zone of Interest, that's a little surprising. That's a little heavy in terms of three of them, but um, they're about what I I expected. I was surprised America Ferreira got nominated, because I don't think she was in a lot of the other uh, a, a lot of the other nominations, but well, you've never liked America, you commie. Yeah. I know, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's it, it, the thing. I was just sort of underwhelmed by them because I'm like, ah, oh, I could have predicted all of these. Then, yeah, there's some that showed up and sure, did, but it it wasn't. It's not like what was it last year that that Lily Riseborough got and everyone was like, who? What film was that for? Leslie? I've never heard of that movie. You know, we never had a big surprise or anything like that. I think it's going to be a boring ceremony. I think everyone's going to be like, Oppenheimer's going to win Best Picture yeah. Director. Uh, you know, it's either being Killian Murphy or or Paul Giamatti for Best Actor. It's going to be, um, it's going to be Emma Stone for Best Actress. You know, I mean, it's, it's, everyone's going to know what's going to happen. Giamatti, two thumbs up. That yeah, guy can act. He can act. He's good, and yet he did that commercial as Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep busy. Yeah, I want to see. Is the the thing is. What I love about Paul Giamatti, he can do comedy. You know, broad comedy, he can also do very serious. That's something yeah. like, it's, I, I I, wish they would take some actors who are known for drugs. I would love to see Viola Davis do a Hangover movie. <laughs> I love her. She would be hilarious. Oh, that'd be great. But no one ever gives her a chance to be funny. Like, did you see her in Suicide Squad? She's hilarious. Oh, she was great. Her reaction. Yeah. yeah, she was in that uh, Peacemaker show, too, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was because it was a spinoff. Yeah. Of spinoff of yeah. But her, but her just dry. Th- I mean, you put her in there, you know, bring in somebody, some British person who's who's like known for dry humor, and you know, just put her up against that, and you would probably it would be a scream. Yeah. Well, what's the uh, website, Kevin? We could check you out. Fatguysatthemovies.com. Good Thanks, stuff. Man. Great conversation. Thank you.